Queen Vita from Memphis 10, and you are listening to WGAG Radio. Hey, this is Wing Chung of the TWS Archangels, and you're listening to WGAG Radio. What up, this Young Mayhem, and you tune in to WGAG Radio. This is Yusuf L with Private Side Solutions, and you're listening to WGAG Radio. Keep it locked right here. Hey, this is Katie. My mom listening to WGAG Radio. Hi, this is Denise from Las Vegas, and you're listening to WGAG Radio. This is Sabir out of North Carolina. I tune in to the Don Nicoleone Show, WGAG Radio. Yeah, 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 what up? It's the gods, I can ride. WGAG Radio, live from Brooklyn, you heard? Hi, this is Minesweeper from Houston, Texas, and you're listening to WGAG Radio. What up, people? This is Jai Elohim Bay from Tennessee, and you are listening to WGAG Radio. What they do, this humble, live, MIA, you now tune in to the Donna Cleon Show. This is 50 and Retired, just outside of Chicago, and we listen to the Don Nicoleone Show on WGAG Radio. Hi, my name is Juana Braxton, and of course I'm chilling with my girl, Don Nicoleone. <laughs> Hello, I'm Renee Lawless, Catherine Cryer on Tyler Perry's The Haves and The Have Nots, right here on the Donna Corleone Show. Hola, me llamo Tiana. Tu escucha WGAD Radio. This is Arrested Development, and we want to shout out WGAG Radio. Right, see. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Dondria Nicole, and you're checking out WGAG Radio. It's your boy, Jahan Jones, with WGAG Radio. Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Demetria McKinney, letting you know that I am hanging out with WGAG Radio. Hi, we're Escape, and you know we're kicking it with WGAG Radio. Hi, I'm Evelyn Braxton. And I'm Trina Braxton from Braxton Company Values, and you are rocking it with WGAG Radio. What up, y'all? It's Jermaine Dupree, and I'm chilling with WGAG Radio. Yeah. 
Hi, my name is Ashley Love Mills, and I'm here with WGAG Radio. Yo, this is Larez Tate, and uh, I love you. What's happening, y'all? This is Ed Lover. You're listening to WGAG Radio. That's right. Keep it locked right here. This your boy, Tony Collin from Mempho Tenno. Yeah, yeah, man. WGAG motherfucking radio. Shout out to Don Nicole Young, the producer, the engineer, the creator, the inception maker. God damn it. The bitch walking nigga from behind the eight ball through the circle of time and deep in the reservoir of your motherfucking mind. And so if you don't fuck with the Don and you don't fuck with WGAG, you're probably brain dead. For those who are wild. Change that which is undesirable. The best amongst you is the person who is not disturbed by happiness nor distress, but is steady in both. That they may remain that 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 they that remain steady certainly will taste liberation. When your mind is no longer disturbed and is able to restrain that which is disagreeable and fixes his consciousness upon that which is agreeable, but will be known as a man of great intelligence. Let me read that again. And fixes his consciousness and fixes his consciousness upon that which is agreeable but will be known as a man of great intellect. He who has given up all desires, all sense of dominion, and is free from false ego, pride, ignorance, hatred, anger, and envy, he alone can attain real divinity. He alone can attain real divinity. You shall obtain humility, pridelessness, nonviolence, tolerance, patience, respect, love, devotion, simplicity, cleanliness, steadfastness, and self-control. Do not lose the daily opportunity to increase that which you have. Diligence produces gains, and gains do not endure even uh uh-uh. Diligence produces gains, and gains do not endure when diligence is abandoned. And if you are a leader, see that your plans will make. Nah. If you are a leader, see that the plans you make are carried out. Do great things which will be remembered long after you. Where there is praise, distraction cannot survive. But where there but, but but where those of ill will enter, but but where those of uh, but where but where those of ill will enter, like devils, strife also comes. And if you are a judge chosen to people, handle matters with a strict sense of justice. Do not lean. 
to one side or the other. Take care that no one complains that you are unfair and your actions result in a judgment against you. Clap, 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 clap. So it's boys down. Mm-hmm. These are my tears. Thank you, Thomas. I, I want to um, uh, take it back just a little bit. I got like four browsers open, so I wouldn't lose the pages. Um, um, ooh, second page. Okay. Um, you know where it keep mentioning agreeableness? Uh-huh. Well, it mentioned it all the way in a lot of right. But um, um, page 403 on the right side of the page. Okay. Um, That's his only desire to be pleased, to be, to please. For progressive ways are the ways that were taught to you by the disagreeable Anunnaki. Yeah. Right? And do not succumb to the lower self. If you skip a paragraph, but it says right down underneath that. Do not succumb to the lower self or the desire of the flesh nor to do the disagreeable nature within. Mm-hmm. It does not become you, for you too can be of, a, of the agreeable. Arise, O oh you, the chastise of those who try to oppress you. How can you defeat mm-hmm. a battle of personalities, all that type of stuff, and then some more mm-hmm. disagreeable pops up and all of that? What it's mm-hmm. saying is basically you being agreeable only to the source, not to, not to nobody else, not to nothing mm-hmm. outside of you. That is where our nature comes in at. The only reason why the mm-hmm. seraphat, which is agreeable, are called disagreeable because they disagree with the will of Anu, and they went with Lucifer. You get it? So mm-hmm. your agreeable nature is to get you to agree to the assignment, to stay obedient to that. When they right. tell you to do something, you fucking do it. You trust it. You know what I'm saying? You don't right. disagree with it or become disobedient. You know what I'm saying? You have to trust it. So your nature is not for you to be agreeable to shit outside of you. You got it? You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's your nature was given for you to disagree, to be disagreeable to the wicked ones, and be agreeable to the righteous ones. Right. That's what that nature is for. It ain't got nothing to do with you being Mr. Good Guy or Mr. Agreeable um, with these fucking humans. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or these devils in human form. It's not for you to do that. You are guided to be agreeable when they give you orders and you obey that. Mm-hmm. You agree to do it. You understand? Right. That's what the nature is for. And if anything that is not of the source try to tell you to do something, you disagrees with it. You become disagreeable. It's your defense. So that you only obey the will of Allah. That's it. Nobody else's. So if somebody say suck, they suck my dick, you tell them that ain't what goddamn God ain't telling me to do no shit like that. 
You only take orders from on high. You know what I'm saying? Not from on low. You don't get orders from these motherfuckers. You don't agree to fall and do that dumbass shit. So that's when your disagreeable nature kick in, and that's when motherfuckers call you incooperative. You don't want to act right. You want some bullshit. But I be on that because I only take orders from on high. That is my covenant. That is my agreement. That's who I serve. That's who I'm obedient to. That's who I'm agreeable to. I don't have to be agreeable to you. I am positioned to be disagreeable to the external world. That's my defense. So, um, and, 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 and of course, you read this part here um, where it says, what? Um, y'all know the part, the conquering. It's better to conquer disagreeableness than to what? And we know than to be conquered. So mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that was strong, yeah. I, yeah, that part there, I can't find it mm-hmm. right now, though. But um, I got, you know, three brows and stuff. But all that saying is that okay. your nature, the agreeable <laughs> side. Hello? Anybody there? Did my yeah. just drop? Oh. No. no yeah, no, no. your nature, the agreeable side is to, um, you know, is to obey, be obedient to the on high, not not the lowlanders, man, not these, you know, it ain't that shit. That's 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 what this is all saying. And of course, when we know, because now the now the Anunnaki is speaking, and the Anunnaki says, while speaking that which you have learned, take heed, you know. So we know this shit. That's another reason why we are disagreeable. But we are not to be agreeable to these motherfuckers on this planet, right? right? So grant me celestial peace on this fucking planet. Ooh, that was yeah, that was distinctive. That was distinctive. Absolutely, and keep these motherfuckers away from me. Yes. That was awesome. Fuck these motherfuckers up that's trying that whole ass shit. Because I, I ain't the one to fuck. I'm only serving you. And that's why do. the saying is, it's better to serve one and rule all others than to, be, than to serve all others and be ruled by all others. Sure. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, it was a long time ago, right, me and a friend, right, we both be getting the same instructions. And she was like, girl, one thing about you, man, um, she said, when you hear them, you do exactly what they say. No, she said, it's one thing to hear when they tell you to do something, but it's another thing to obey them when they do it. And she said, that's my problem. I swear, and they put this bitch through hell. But um, she said, but you you, you always do exactly what they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I don't do mm-hmm. shit else what the immortals say. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't listen to them. When I was listening to them, remember the whole prayer thing is when I, I I was ignorant amongst them motherfuckers, I was one of them. Ignorant means to ignore, right? Yes. Yeah, so glory be to you alone, O Sustainer, for nothing gives life except except you. <clears throat> and I was truly amongst the ones in ignorance, the wrongdoers. 
You know what I'm saying? Because I was listening to the fucking wrongdoers when they were telling me to do the opposite. I had to learn to be disagreeable to these motherfuckers on this planet. To use that nature, that's when I realized the nature of disagreeable is to combat these motherfuckers' suggestions. You know what I'm saying? They have us doing wrong. So now we're so skilled in this shit we are we we have been able to only obey that which is on high that's it so not my mother never have never will well i have and that fucked me up when i realized bitch you ain't it you know what i'm saying well i gotta do it that's my mama (laughs) like bullshit fuck that no no Mm -mm. i came through you and as far as it goes you know what i'm saying but everything works out right when you listen and obey. So you use your agreeable nature to follow instructions from them, not from nobody else, not from none of this shit. Or you'll be mm-hmm. conquered. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they cut you off. You know what I'm saying? They cut your ass off. Yeah. You don't get two minutes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, yeah. You don't get too many. You know? Yeah. Like, the fuck? But give them a chance. Give them a try, man. Y'all don't listen to everybody. Tom, Dick, and Harry did all that fuck-ass shit. But you know they know. Like he said, even a madman knows. Um, what did he say? Even a madman knows. Um, is it? The madmen are aware, even in their madness, that nothing can be hidden from you because you know the mysteries of the universe. Mm-hmm. That's a madman knows that shit. So you might as well fuck with the real one. These humans ain't it. <laughs> ain't none of them ain't, ain't working with nothing. <laughs> That one that a disagreeableness got to kick in. You got to disagree with these mm-hmm. motherfuckers, man. Don't come out. Thank you, mm-hmm. newbie. And we know which is better, conquering the disagreeableness, and we know which is not being conquered. Yeah. And that's on page 404, Don. You still looking for it? No. Newbie put the page there. Mm-hmm. He quoted it for me. Oh. <laughs> Newbie and that guy wrote the whole goddamn shit in the fucking chat room. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's what that means. That's why we we were given both natures: one to disagree with the lowlanders that been inhabited by a bunch of sick, evil suggestions they want to throw us. But once you in tune with the with the beings on high, man, that's it. You ain't no ain't no straddling the fucking fence. You know. For real, shit. No matter what, they, however the fuck these humans feel, shit, let them catch feelings. Who gives a fuck? This is your soul at stake here. This is your life. You know what I'm saying? This your shit. You need goddamn celestial peace on earth. Fuck all the rest of this shit. That's right. And that's how you level up. And it says something, oh, and it says something about, you know what I'm saying, and the higher planes. Now, where that part at? 
The higher plane. It's a um it's a um Oh yeah. Oh, you got it? Yeah, it's higher planets. Something in the higher planets, absolutely. Hold on, where is it at? It says it leads you not to the advancements within the planets or to the higher planets. Exactly. What what page? Uh, 04, 02, I mean 03. (laughs) You mean you got the same book though, baby? Yes, 403. Okay, now I got to find the paragraph, huh? Uh, right side in the middle. Oh. There it is. Um, nope, that ain't it. I ain't there yet. You mean I the know. middle? Depends on what the middle is to you. <laughs> Second paragraph. Um, how have all things that are impure come upon you being from Orion and your descendants? That shit? Uh, next paragraph down. Oh, yep. Okay. So, yeah, we got to do that paragraph above it. How have all okay. things that are impure come upon you being from Orion and your descendants that reside on the planet Earth? And if any man must desire... Do you know the value of life and desire progressive ways that are agreeable to the Anunnaki, the Alahum? For progressive ways are the ways that were taught to you by the disagreeable Anunnaki. It leads you not to advancement within the planet Earth or to higher planets, but to wickedness. It leads you into temptation and delivers you into evil of those who must have. I was, Don, I was a little confused with something with that progressive ways because he said it twice, but then it, it threw it off as if it was wrong. Like, for, it says, for progressive ways are the ways that were taught to you by disagreeable Anunnaki. But then above it, it says, do you not... Do you not know the value of life and the desire and desire progressive ways? The value nope, of life. Keep reading. And, keep reading. That are agreeable that, to the Anunnaki Alahum. So all you okay. know is the progressive so-called ways to man on this planet, but them progressive ways are the ways that okay. you were taught by the disagreeable Anunnaki that leads you not to advancement within the planet or the higher planes or the higher planets, but the wickedness. So they're saying so, there's two kind of, two kind of progressive. Absolutely. Here. The okay, progressive okay. ways okay. that yeah. leads you to what? Higher planets and advancement within the planet. But the ones that taught you progressive ways are the disagreeable Anunnaki. It leads you not to advancement within the planet or to higher planes or planets, but to wickedness. It leads you into temptation and delivers you into the evil of those who must have. So it's a big difference. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want to give an example about You want to give an example about I'm the goddamn example. I'm only progressive in the ways of the agreeable and the naked, and I have advancement in within this planet and higher planes. Got it. Got it. 
There's two. You got two types. That's why it starts with the Orion motherfuckers from Proteon and all that type of shit. And then it go right back to them. You know what I'm saying? Your agreeable way should only be used toward, for the source, for obedience. Because that's your best guide. I can't front. I ain't even finna shit on it. It's the fucking truth. You know what I'm saying? Go to the, um, turn your page, anybody that's in the book quicker. But if you go back to that first verse, first tap, first verse, and read down, you'll see it. Oh, no. I got to go all the way back. But, um. You said look in the book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first tablet. These are my tears. The very first verses on that page. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. The disagreeable Alahum who came down to the planet Earth from the constellation, but they too need my help. Help me to help the beings, blah, blah, blah. They do disagreeable things and abide by the rules, and they partake in the wickedness and fornication of the wrongdoers as if you are not conscious of it. These are the beings who originated from Procyon, Procyon and have resided on and their descendants, right? And then it picked back up. Talking about them motherfuckers. They the Alahum too. Mm-hmm. And they have descendants here as well. Right? Mm-hmm. So they the ones that taught you progressive ways for for wait. Yeah, they taught you the for progressive ways are the ways that were taught to you by the disagreeable Anunnaki. It leaves you not to advancement within the planet Earth or to higher planes or planets, but to wickedness. It leads you into temptation and delivers you into the evil of those who must have. So what happens next? Do not succumb to the lower self or the desires of the flesh, nor to the disagreeable nature within. You know what Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, people are ruled by all, every and everyone and every person and every place and every fucking thing, yes or no? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're being agreeable to externities. They're not being agreeable to internities. They're being agreeable to es- exotericism and not being agreeable to esotericism. You see, they're being agreeable to the lower mysteries. They're not being agreeable to the higher mysteries. They being to they being agreeable or obedient to motherfuckers who vibrate on a very low density level. You can't serve two masters. Got me. Right. That's why our agreeable nature is placed here to be disagreeable. To wrongdoers. Motherfuckers trying to lead you downward and not upward. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get you to turn their way and everybody else's way. 
Yeah, that's a motherfucker, man. That shit'll do it to you. Knowing you need to be going upward. You know what I'm saying? Ascending. Somebody needs to set that example. Yes or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they they don't know. Um, I think all spirit knows. All spirit knows. You know, we're spirit beings because every spirit occupies the body. So all spirit knows where you headed, and their job is to stop it. So you gonna listen to the spirit and be agreeable to to those. You know what I'm saying, motherfuckers? Or are you just going to listen to one and be obedient to that? So, yeah. I'm disagreeable with all mankind. Children, mm-hmm. parents, dogs, cats, chickens, ducks, all that in between. Mm-hmm. I, I do not obey none of them motherfuckers. My thing is it's goddamn mine. That's it. <laughs> but your mind can suck my dick. <laughs> you got me fucked up. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, the battle is always with the self once you done knock there and put everybody in their place outside of your ass. You feel me? Now it's just self. You know, That's right. Trying to get that That's shit. It. So and it can that human come at me no matter who the fuck they are. Can that human come at me? Um, Yar, you you would lose fucking with me. I'm battling the self now for the self towards the self. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why I worry. So you can't blame Doc. Hey, nobody. This is a battle of the self now. Right. Yeah, I've defeated every human. Say that again, Doc. I have <laughs> defeated every human. That's right. <laughs> It's the battle of the self. I have to fight. I have to fight this motherfucker in me. Follow me everywhere I fucking go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But a human know that you are not. You you, you might go to somebody to fuck you. Come on now. I'm not a conformant. I'm an informant. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way you're going to win this shit. I'm an influencer. I don't get influenced. You tell me what to do. No, I tell you what the fuck to do. That shit don't go that way. Yeah, I win every fucking time. That when my mama called me and be like, I just realized you tricked me. Hey, bro, hey, it's your fault. Because shit ain't, yeah, ain't gonna get me. At the end of the day, I get you. Yeah, but it's it's obedience. That's I mean for real, and it it looks bad, you know, because of compassion and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? We got compassion for these motherfuckers. We feel like, you know, well, maybe we wrong or whatever like that. But come on, man. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Like when that compassion kick in, you don't fold, man. You do not fold. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do mm-hmm. not fold for them fucking goddamn humans because you drop real fucking low. You got to stay on the path. Mm-hmm. You got to. You know what I'm saying? And then, oh, and here's another part where it says, um, remember the praise? Remember the praise part? 
Where's yes. the praise part at? Anybody can see it real quick? You. you know, the praise part. Uh, when it comes to, like, when they start talking about uh, wise and shit, the wise one don't grieve and all that, when the Anna Nagy starts speaking. Oh, okay. I could be a little mm-hmm. off in the movie, though, what part is in. Oh, there it is. If you are a leader, see that the plans you make are carried out. Do great things which will be remembered long after you. Where there is praise, distraction cannot survive. See that? What that mean? What that, what that actually mean? Well, again, you read verse 17. Come on, baby. Oh, you want the page 405? No, 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 I got it. Okay. If you are a leader, see that the plans you make are carried out, things which will be remembered long after you. Where there is praise, destruction cannot survive. I took it as, I, I took it as, um, if you, if you're being praised, that means you're doing some, you're, con- you're doing something right. And if, if you con- continually getting praise, then you're not distracted. You're you're on your path. You absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. There you go. Okay. Yeah, where there is praise, distraction cannot okay. survive. Got it. That's yep, yep. Okay. So that that you you said it. You are on your shit. Okay. I, you I, I, on, I yeah. Like, you a- absolutely. If you are a leader, see that the plans you make are carried out. Do great things which will be remembered long after you. Where there is praise, distraction cannot survive. I just want to put on Reagan on praise every day. Uh, (laughs) For real. I've been praised every day since I decided to say fuck every goddamn human. For real. When I mean every human, I'm saying the motherfuckers I gave birth to, the motherfuckers pussy I came out, and dick and balls I came out, and everybody fuck that. <laughs> fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? And when I and when I said fuck them all, then the same motherfuckers that praise me to this day. Yup. For real <laughs> My fucking kid be calling me Praising me and shit Doc go to work praising me and shit My mama praising the motherfucker The dead praising me and shit Damn right Like fuck y'all I'm about to stay focused on this shit I don't give a fuck But meanwhile They all was trying to get me to stop Ain't that something mm-hmm. But I wouldn't Because I'm not obedient to none of you motherfuckers. But I wouldn't. (laughs) For real. I ain't. Yep. That's what that means. If you are a leader, though, you see what I'm saying? That's key. See that the plans you make are carried out. You see what I'm saying? Do great things which will be remembered long after you. Where there's praise, motherfucker, distraction cannot motherfucking goddamn. 
But it say distraction cannot wait. But that motherfucker say, I ain't got no front Survive. of me. Survive. Survive, goddammit. Yep. Well, there's phrase distraction. I got to share this with my niece and shit. This shit right here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so anybody claim to be a fucking leader, then you stay focused on that shit. They'll praise your ass later. Got to know how to move it go, baby. Seen it one time, seen it many. Yeah. You know, that how it be. If you are a leader, you stick to that shit you do. They'll praise you. Others will praise you. Unknown motherfuckers, everybody, man. That's it. It's the only pop. That's right. Yeah, stick to it. Stick to it. Yep. This shit right and exact, though. This is the Anunnaki talking now to Alan Hoon, boo. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Do not lose the daily opportunity to increase that which you have. What is that saying? Ooh, that was touching, too. Mm-hmm. What that saying, baby? Um, um, it's a daily practice or whatever. You, it, there, there is going to be required a daily practice. Read it first. Read 15. Okay, let's shift in saying. Do not lose the daily opportunity to increase that which you have. Okay, that can also mean, um, uh, business, you know, um, your your spirituality, your, your, you should do your walks, you should take care of your, your financing. I don't know, you know, stuff like that. But daily, though, you gotta you gotta tackle it daily. Do not lose the daily opportunity to increase that which you have. Now read sixteen. It should explain a little bit more. Diligence produces gains, and gains do not endure when diligence is abandoned. Now read 17. It seals it. And if you are a leader, see that the plans you make are carried out. Do great things which will be remembered long after you. There will be, where there is praise, distraction cannot survive. Now, what happens when there is distraction and no praise, and when diligence is abandoned, and you are not increasing your daily opportunity. Read 18, what comes in. But where those of ill will enter. Like devils. Strife also comes. That's right. Stop right there. That's what happens. But where those of ill will enter, like devils, strife always also comes. That's what happens. Yeah. If you are a leader, if you are a judge, that will happen next. Mm-hmm. See, all this shit be like the order of Melchizedek, man. Order of Melchizedek be like, man, fuck them all. Shout it, man. Seen in this true light, everything's a goddamn test. Shout it, we need your ass at the top. You have to set footprints so they can follow. They don't understand the plan, but they'll mm-hmm. understand it later. 
know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you keep going. You use your agreeableness to stay on the path, stay that leader, stay that one, and disagree with everybody else trying to goddamn, everybody else with their ill will, shit. You know, you know I would understand until they own it and they're right. Sure. Yeah, they so busy trying to get you off the motherfucker, they need to be on the shit with you. But they don't understand. They can't comprehend it. But they still need the footprints to follow. If you are a leader. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how that shit is. You know? So, serve the mission. Be agreeable to the covenant that was made. And disagree everybody else because they don't understand. They don't lack the comprehension of this shit. They don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? But at least watching you say fuck you and the ones you say fuck you is actually watching you continue to do you, then boom. They say, ah, now I get it. There's the blueprint. And you get all the praises because you left the footprints right there. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know? That's how it is. They'll get it. My mama get it, finally. You know what I'm saying? My children get it finally. Doc get it finally. If I listen to every last one of them motherfuckers, I wouldn't even get no fucking praise because I wouldn't be diligent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, but strife going to come. The fuck? You know, that's it for real. You listen to that on high, man. They they got, they the motherfuckers, man. They ain't finna have you out here looking bad in these fucking streets. But these motherfuckers in these streets have you looking bad. If you're agreeable to it, you know? If you're obedient to them motherfuckers. You got me? Okay. Yeah, you're disagreeable to the wrong motherfucker, man. Oh, here's another part, too. All right, somebody find it real quick. When it says, uh, now, it's in the These Are My Tears, so it's right before the Anna Nagy is speaking. But it says something like, um... Man, one of the most fucking hardest part in this shit. Man, I felt that shit even when I read it. Zena read it, and when you read it, shit still hit me. When they say something like, um, something about my teachers, and but they're not my oppressors. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. That yeah. shit right there hit so hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you will find out that, you know, the universe is your teacher. The source is your teacher. It's not, but these fucking humans is your oppressors. These motherfuckers. 404. 404. Can you read it? Till I get to it. Yeah. It said, do not let our hearts be attracted to the things of this world. Oh, you the most merciful one. 
it is better to live in this world as an agreeable being than to live at the cost of the lives of great who are my teachers and not my oppressors. Boom! Boy, that shit down here is so right, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do it one more time. One more time, man. One more time. Do not let our hearts be attracted to the things of this world. Oh, you, the most merciful one. It is better to live in this world as an agreeable being than to live at the cost of the lives of great souls who are my teachers One and not time. my oppressors. And not my oppressors, man. Y'all got to know the fucking difference. My mama trying to be a bitch oppressor. My daddy was trying to be my oppressor. Dark niggas before him, my children, all them motherfuckers, them whole ass friends of mine, every goddamn body like, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? First of all, you ain't my teacher. Because they want the best for you. You know, your teacher wants you to pass. There's a difference. Wants you to graduate, yes or no. Mm, right, wants you to know yeah, everything yeah. and become that greatness in you. Your oppressor right. try to stop all that shit from fucking happening. They want you for them. And the opposite of the oppressor is what? The oppressed, motherfucker. That's like a relationship. The fuck? I ain't with none of that. You got me fucked up. Let me hear that again. <laughs> the fuck? Do not let our hearts be attracted to the things of this world. Oh, you, the most merciful one. It is better to live in this world as an agreeable being than to live at the cost of the lives of great souls who are my teachers and not my oppressors. Mm-hmm. So what they're saying, Zena? <laughs> yeah, and I know what it's saying, Don. Give me <laughs> so come on, come on, come on, come on. I know, I, girl. I know my body didn't want to. Okay, so what it's saying? What I heard because you gave a different spin than what I initially thought. To be honest with you, yes, and that was it yeah. too. So yeah. what I initially got. <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> Don't give me the initial. Just give give me what you know now, and then give me the initial later, because I need some more okay. initial. I mean, I need some more now <laughs> and the later. Right. <laughs> Basically, what I got out of what you said that they gonna those great souls, you know, because you mentioned your your family members and stuff like that. They're great, you know. Um, they the teachers, but they, you're not going to let them be your oppressor. No. You know, you can still... No, ain't okay. none of them ain't dang shit but oppressors. That's the point. I don't know if that's what this is saying, though, Don. Man, look. Okay, <laughs> fine. The mo- Let's read it again. Let's read it, it, is again. Better, Let's read it again. It is better to live in this world as an agreeable than to live at the cost of the lives of great souls who are my teachers and not my oppressor. Okay, so it sounds like they're talking about one thing, which is either an oppressor or a teacher. You're saying they're teachers. So 
Yeah. So I don't want to live yeah. at the cost of the great souls who are my teachers. I want to stay agreeable to this and not my oppressors. I don't want to be agreeable to my fucking oppressors. You understand? Hmm. I'm not here to serve my oppressors. I'm not here to be agreeable to them. You, hmm. you get it? Uh, there's a little, see that, 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 that sentence that he put in, then to live at the cost of the lives of great of souls. Of great souls who are my teachers, teachers and not my oppressors. So why am I, why would I be disagreeable in this world, right? Mm-hmm. And live at the cost, then, then to live at the cost of the lives of my great souls. I mean, be disagreeable, you know what I'm saying, then to live at, so I have to stay agreeable. Right? Is it? It is better to live in this world as an agreeable being than to live at the cost of the lives of great souls who are my teachers and not my oppressors. Hmm. Okay, that's a little. The cost of the lives of the great soul. I'm not living off the cost of the lives of the great souls. They are my teachers, so I have to do my part. You know what I'm saying? I'm not living off. I'm not living off of Malcolm and and fucking um, Elijah Muhammad oh. or Noble Ju Ali or goddamn uh, what's her name Harriet Tubman. I'm I'm living. I am not living off the lives of them. The cost oh. of their lives. They gave their lives. So motherfuckers like, why we got we ain't got to do shit? Martin Luther King died for us. Jesus died for our sins. I'm not living off of their lives. Uh, they are my teachers, not my fucking oppressors. I know what an oppressor is. I'm basically, the, the baton has been passed to me to do my job. Okay. You understand? That, you know, do right. my shit. I'm not living off their lives. They lost their lives, the cost of their lives. You know what I'm saying? My teachers, which means what? Whatever I learned from them, I'm going to live that shit in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. They are not my oppressors. I know the difference between teachers and oppressors. Okay. You see what I'm saying? That's what it's saying. They are my teachers and not my oppressors. Okay. Okay. You, you get that it? Tricky. That's what he's saying. Now I do. Now I do. <laughs> Yeah, it starts off with do not let our hearts be attracted to the things of this world. Oh, you, the most merciful one, it is better to live in this world as an agreeable being than to live at the cost of the lives of great souls who are my teachers and not my oppressors. What goes around, comes back around. Hey, what goes around, comes back around. Hey, say what goes around, comes back around. Said by the seaside. It was about five o'clock because we heard the free ride. Anyway, the teacher was talking in stride, sitting upon a rock that was wide, and warning against false pride. 
Come to where I reside, a woman cried, and the teacher replied, Do you serve your fish fried? Yes, she replied, with potato salad on the side. And the teacher replied, Well, where do you reside? She said, Up on the hillside, it's not a far ride. If you came to have dinner, I would be so gratified. The teacher replied, It's six o'clock, seven o'clock, you decide. She replied, Seven o'clock, do you like stir fried? She was mystified and felt so dignified. The teacher was coming to the house where she resides, so she purified with pesticides. Calling her friends up nationwide Some of her friends were tongue-tied They felt so glorified She made steamed fish, baked fish, fish that was fried Soup, steamed vegetables, potato salad on the side You could smell the bread in the oven far and wide Natural juices and water purified Organic fruits brought from the countryside With silver forks and knives placed side by side You could not be dissatisfied Looking out the window staring at the mountainside You would have died 6.59, she's swollen with pride As the moment intensified, there's a knock from outside she opens the door, for the teacher has arrived. But to her surprise, it was a bomb who cried, Please, I smelt the bread from outside. One piece. And then she replied, The teacher is coming. He's soon to have arrived. You're making me look bad. Come on now, step aside. The bomb then replied, When I say I'm hungry, I haven't lied. Give me some of that chicken that you just fried. She replied, Chicken? Fried? No, that's for the teacher. You're not purified. Then she slammed the door and went back inside. Sat on the couch with the TV guy. She looked at the clock. It was 7 09, then 7.30. He still hasn't arrived. 8 o'clock, she was on the downside. 9 o'clock, by now she's teary-dyed. She pissed off and her anger multiplied. She cried, then fell asleep dissatisfied. Next day, she woke up and was preoccupied with meeting the mystical teacher who lied. Where could he hide? She ran down by the seaside. He was there teaching about false pride. You lied, she replied. You lied. You said you would be there at 7 o'clock. You lied. He replied, no, I have not lied. I came at 6.59 and you told me to move aside. I asked for bread and chicken that was fried. And you said that I wasn't purified. She replied, I wasn't notified. I had no idea that you was the bomb that cried. And the teacher sighed, then replied, this concludes our lesson on false pride. The baddest bitch in El Calum. All Eyes on Egypt presents the Holy Tablet, backed by popular demand. Written and transcribed by Dr. Malachi Zodok Yoke-El, the receiver. This is the scripture that is divinely inspired that will bring about a long overdue change. Like the phoenix bird rising up out of its ashes. Up, you mighty people, come forth like Lazarus from the tomb. This tablet is food to feed the hunger and to nourish the soul, to give it strength. Rise up, stand up, be counted amongst the people of this world. Be the first to get your copy of the Holy Tablets while supplies last. At All Eyes on Egypt, Monticello, Georgia, 706-468-2319. Tune in to the El Holy Tablet Show every Friday and Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WGAD Radio. What up, y'all? It is the El Holy Tablet Show, man. Welcome, everybody, to the El Holy Tablet Show. Hope y'all enjoyed that first hour. That was actually last Saturday, El Holy Tablet Show, mm, um, the Hogan. That's right. That's the Hogan right there. And that was Tablet. That was actually Chapter 3. We are now officially in Chapter 4, La Nabu Shanama. The Enuma Elish, Tablet 1, Enuma Elish, the epic of creation. All right. And so with this Enuma Elish, this is one of the books that they took 
out of the Bible. Okay, this is the epic of creation from the Enuma Elish. It's really good. It's going to take a minute to understand it, to get it if you're not used to it, if you're used to Genesis and all this dust clouds and all this type of stuff and seven days and, and all of that. So, But this is the Enuma Elish, that they, again, that they took out um, books that predates the Bible. The Nicene Council decided to leave that out, the Nicene Council. And a whole bunch of other books, including the Book of Barnabas and the Sublime Oracle. So many books. Okay? So we're going to get into the Enuma Elish, shorty. And this is the El Tolly Tablet Show, Season 4, Episode 23, Back to the Beginning. All right. Enuma Elish, the epic of creation. So let me show some love to everybody tuning in to the L. Tolly Tablet Show. The L. Tolly Tablet Show, y'all already know, it's Saturday nights at 9 p.m. live and direct. And special shout-out to all the callers on the call lines. If you need the call-in number, call-in number is 515-605-9828 or 425-569-5274. That'll get you in. And if you want to speak to us, you got to hit the number one on your phone, then your hand will raise, and I'll see your hand and all that other type of stuff. If you want to get in on this um, or anything that you want to discuss or talk about um, during the L's Holy Tablet Show, feel free, shout it, you know what I'm saying, you know, dust, dust off. And also, last night, God, dog it it dog, man, last night, uh, Freestyle Friday, the last Friday of the month is where we have it at on WGAG Radio, was off for Jeezy for Sheezy. Man, I always have fun with my sisters, man, I'm telling you, man, y'all know y'all my only sisters, man, you feel me, other than my daughters and shit, but, um... Damn, I enjoyed it. I was fatigued. I wasn't really feeling goddamn good. And I um, didn't want to do it. I actually was not going to do um, uh, freestyle. I wasn't even going to do the damn show. I sure wasn't. Um, Just fucking drained, fatigued, all that type of shit, man. And, yeah, man, some just, you know, little energy that I had got upset to show, all this other type of shit, man, and, Man, y'all made me feel good, man. The first one up was Tierra, man. Tierra freestyle for, oh, my God, this bitch can freestyle all the way. She ain't stopped. She just kept freestyling back to back to back to back on some track. For those that don't know, uh, if you don't know me, goddamn, Tierra's my oldest, my first love and shit, man. So she came and blessed us. And then you already know, man, the baddest bitches in El Colón took the motherfucker over the top. Took it over the top, Doc called in, uh, sang two songs back-to-back, acapella and shit like that, man. But it was great. It was awesome. So um, hopefully y'all won't miss uh, the last Friday of March, all right? And come join us on Freestyle Fridays, uh, last Friday of the month. And that's how we do it, baby. Yeah. All right. So let me uh let me peek my head over there into the um after party, man. That's our twenty four hour voice activated chat room. It's on paltalk.com. Great day to everybody over there. What's good with you? Special shout out to my man Ethereum. Great day, Ethereum. Hope all is well with you, man. One time for Miss Hudson. Gotta show some love to the one and only Nefertiti surviving the game. Them boys. 
also known as Nimrod, the master builder, the one that says, fuck Tammuz. I'm going to name my child that shit. Yeah, got to love Nimrod. As a matter of fact, I was listening to a class. Dr. York did a whole class on Nimrod. It's the um, it's entitled it's entitled um um damn oh I think it's named the man that God feared or some shit <laughs> Baruch L what up great day to you man I think it's the man that God feared man <laughs> I think that's the name of it it's on Zena YouTube page though but great day Nefertiti. Uh, special shout out to Sister Zena in the building. Great day, Zena. <laughs> Gotta show some love to the, one of the baddest bitches I know, man. P Funk, Sweet Ocean, what up, boo? Great day, T. Joe Ball as well. And special shout out to you already know, Jay Jizzle. What up, J1? <laughs> And my lady right there, man. Great day, Jay Wyatt. All right, now let me go holler at the inmates over there on Lockdown Radio again. Special shout-out to my man. Oh, yeah, that's right. DeBrock um, came in and sang a song that only Jay One and him knew. But great day, DeBrock Obama, DeBrock Honey Baba. Bubba. And my boo right there. I love you, babe. Oh, shit, Rozzy. I'm just in the motherfucking building. Great day, Roz. How you been, stranger? Tell me all is well with you. I think about you all the time. And guess why? Because I'm playing in the first hour of the Don Nicoleon show, I'm playing uh, the Nine Ball series, Roz. And the Nine Ball series, you remember the Nine Ball series? Every time I went live, and I played the first hour, so that's in 2014. So every time, um, so when Don Nicoleon show come on, that's the first hour of the Nine Ball. And your ass got down, hit one every time. So I've just been thinking about you. I'd be like, come on in. Uh, remember, I used to call you Reno, right? <laughs> so I was like, Reno, what's up? Reno, you got something to add? You want to add to it? No, 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 man. I'm just happy to push one. I just want to be the first to push one to get in on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about you last night, though. I was going to ask Twain, man. You know what I'm saying? hope all is well with you. But, uh, you know, I don't like asking people, like, how everybody doing. Like, you know, we got a show and shit. Like, so what you been up to? And everybody listening and shit. But uh, it's good to see you, Roz. Damn good to see you, babe. I was like, that's my cancer, man. That's my cancer sister. I don't understand how she hooked up with Roz and get real and not me and shit. You know, somebody like, we supposed to be stuck like goddamn glue and shit. You feel me? But I understand, man. You keep the balance in the circle. You keep the balance in the circle, man. So, great day, Rozzy. Ah, legit. The building, man. Special shout-out to Miss Danny, baby. What up, Miss Danny? Got to show love to Jay Illa. Jay Illa, you still in here? Jay Illa. Shalom Illa. Cool, baby. All right, y'all. Let me go to the call lines. We're about to get this shit popping, man. Real quick, man. Six, seven. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Put your hands together for my man, Tamuz L. Great day, Don. Great day, everybody. Check. Great day, Thomas. How you doing Mike tonight? Great, yeah. great. All is well. Yep. Uh, all is well in the all land of milk and honey. Yeah, mama. That's what's up, baby. That's good. Yeah. All right. So, um, anything you want to talk about before we get this thing started? The Enuma Elish. Mm. Uh, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a good chapter. I'm excited about it. I was telling my daughter. She's with it. She's online. So, yeah. 
What's her great day? No, she's look I'm looking at her, she's laughing and she's waving great day. <laughs> that's what she's doing. Okay, um, that's what's said. You wanna you wanna you wanna push one? <laughs> Good. Uh, if if she push one, she gotta um you gotta mute your sound because y'all in the same room. If she comes on, you know what I'm saying, you gotta mute. Right. Because okay, uh, yeah, okay. y'all in the same room. Yeah. Um, okay, if she okay. does, just let me know if she if she gonna um, come on in like Ken and shit. Um, <laughs> I'm ready, man. I'm ready for this. The new militia, man. It's 171 verses. And um, the story is a little different, but this is where, this is how all like, um, uh, what's that guy that talks about the Anunnaki all the time? I can never think of his name. Um, uh, come on, y'all. Somebody help me out. Y'all said his name, Zechariah Stinchin. So yes. the, um, this is where they get the Anunnaki's and all that from is from the Enuma Elish. Okay, which predates the Bible, which we know been plagiarized a million times, watered down, even the damn King James Version. They don't change that shit. It's no longer the Canaanite woman. It's the Phoenician woman in the Bible that Jesus called the dog. So that even online, the King James Version online has been altered and changed. But the Enuma Elish has not. Okay, they just keep getting people further and further and further from the truth. But, um... Zachariah Stitch, Stitching, yeah, that guy and a host of others is how they were able to um, teach on the Anunnaki's is by way of the Enuma Elish. You will find it all in that bitch, okay? And if I'm not mistaken, even though I never, you know, touched the uh, what is considered the Emerald Tablets, but I believe that the Emerald Tablets also have all... Um, have the Anunnaki's and the story and all that shit in there, too, the Emerald Tablets. I think people, you know, came on the show from time to time and asked me, have I read the Emerald Tablets? And I told them no. So I think uh, if I can remember good, that's what they were um, referring to um, about that. The ancient stories, man, about the Anunnaki's, and, of course, if you ever get a chance and don't bring no Snickers to the Dogons down there in Africa, they'll have a conversation with you, too. And they ain't even got the holy tablets. That shit should still be passed down from generation to generation. The Dogon. All right. So, yo, man, let's dance on this um, Enuma Elish, La Nabu, Shanama, the Enuma Elish. Begin all acts and thinking by using El Kalum, the All. This is the third edition of the El Holy Tablets we in. That's on page 411. And that's the chapter four. We just got a hold to chapter four, man. Life is good, I tell you. Um, give me one second, man. I got to, um, you know, I got motherfuckers one uh, in on the ears, hold the tablet show. They told me to remind their ass. I be forgetting shit like that. All right, y'all ready? Y'all ready to get into it? Let go. Let's get into the uh, Enuma Elish. Here we go. Uh, yeah, tablet one, the Enuma Elish, Epic of Creation. And, you know, you can stop me at any time, anybody, or, you know what I'm saying, you want me to rewind, it's fine. You can stop me at any time. You got me, Tamuz, but we starting early anyway, so we got plenty of time. Okay. All right. Okay. 
put it in. <clears throat> All right. I'm nervous reading the new Mish. This is a little bit different. Okay. Um, give me one more second, man. Let me goddamn zoom in on these writings. Okay. Um, low. Elkaloon. Low. When the Rakia skies above were not yet named, nor was the earth below, which then was pronounced by the name Tiamat, and Apsu, the sun, which is the first one that begot them both. Tiamat, now called Ki, who gave birth to them all, had mixed their waters together. Ooh, let me do it again. I am not reading this shit thoroughly. Give me one more thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take two. Lo, when the Rakia skies above were not named yet, or were not yet named, nor was the earth below, which then was pronounced by the name Tiamat and Apsu, the sun, which is the first one that begot them both. Tiamat, now called Ki, who gave birth to them all, had mixed their waters together, but the pastures were not formed yet, and neither were the reed beds that were discovered. This was at a time when yet no Anunnaki were manifest as Alahom, nor were their names pronounced, nor was any destiny decreed. And then the Alahom were born within the Anunnaki. Lamu, the planet Mars, and Lahamu, the planet Venus, emerged, and their names were pronounced for all to hear as husband and wife. As soon as they were completely developed and they were fully formed, then emerged Anshar, the planet Saturn, and Kishar, the planet Jupiter, which were developing faster than Lamu and Lahamu, Mars and Venus, and it was surpassing them. They also became husband and wife. Their orbit set their days and length of their time. They planned their lives together. They added to the years. This made their days of love and happiness longer. Anu, who is El, and their firstborn son, surpassed his forefathers in divinity. They had a son. Anshar, the planet Saturn, made his son Anu, who is Elun Elunel of the Denier, the righteous ones of the rocket ship, like himself in his own image and after his own likeness. And Anu, who is El, or An, and his wife Ed, then gave birth to Ea, who is to be called Inki and was later named Nudenmud. Then he took a wife and had a son. The planet Ea was named after his astrological sign, which was Neptune, that is, in Anu's own likeness. He, Nudenmud, was superior to his forefathers, being in the image of Anu. He was profound and full of overstanding. He was wise and was very physically strong, but headstrong and stubborn in his ways for self. In this one thing did he differ from Anu. Mightier by far than Anshar, his father's father. He had no rival amongst the Anunnaki, his peers. As time passed, the Anunnaki of that generation would meet together and disturb the planet Key as they came here to dig and drill for minerals, which was then called Tiamat, and their clamor 
caused by the crash reverberated their mining. Then in time, on one of their visits, they caused a great crash. They crashed into Tiamat to split Tiamat into two, one solid, the upper half, the other hammered into asteroids, forming a necklace. Then again, they crashed into Tiamat's belly, which formed an inner world called Ashara. Twelve seconds, dear. They, the Meldekians, were annoying. They, the Meldekians, were annoying Tiamat by taking residence inside of her, which was Anduruna, called Yams, the Great Seas. Apsu, the sun, could not shine through to her after their great noise. Tiamat became void, and darkness was upon the face of the Yams, seas, and there was no sound in front of the Anunnaki. However, that aroused the Meldekians' grievous behavior towards the residents of Tiamat. However, Vulcan's ways, disagreeable ways, were met with no resistance from Tiamat whatsoever. Finally, Apsu, the son, begetter of the great Anunnaki, called out and addressed his Yahweh, ruler of Mumu, which is the planet Mercury. O Mumu, Yahweh, in, in whom I am well pleased with, cometh, let us go to Tiamat. So the craft of the Denier hoovered above the surface of the Yam, waters, so they went and sat in front of Tiamat to remove the dust cloud and the sun, and Mercury would be seen again, and discuss affairs concerning the Anunnaki and their children, the Alahom of Tiamat. Apsu the sun made his voice heard to the Anunnaki who asked, Could you let there be light, earth? Apsu agreed, and there was light. The Elohim spoke to Tiamat, now called Ki, in a loud voice. The light of the sun shining upon Ki again is agreeable. He divided the light in the atmosphere from the darkness outside of Ki's atmosphere. The light he named after one of his sons, Yam, or Yam. And the darkness he named after one of his daughters, Laylat. And there was another daughter, Salama, meaning evening, and another son, Shakar, meaning morning. This was all done in a new cycle of time called one day of 1,000 years of the Anunnaki in time to be 7,000 years in the time of Ki, and the firmament was there. The ways of the Meldekians have become very grievous to me. They are causing war and mischief in my seas. By day I cannot rest. By shadow hour I cannot sleep. I shall abolish their ways and disperse them. Let Salama's ways of peace prevail over Shakar's ways of trouble so that we, the Elohim, can rest peacefully. You know who's talking there, right? That's who? Oh, that was a loud noise. Everything okay over there? Uh, so a couple of gunshots, I think. It's cool. Um, <laughs> this is Tiamat talking. Tiamat, okay. 
Okay, I rewind it back just a little bit because I don't have to rush it and just read that shit like I'm t- reading a story to some fucking kids. But, um, um, okay, all right. Remember the crash? They were going on the planetary shopping and bumped into male dick, right? Right. Okay, all right. So now the Meldekians are living, in, because remember they chased their ass to Tiamat. So the Meldekians are living in the seas. This is Tiamat talking to um, um, Solomon, okay? Remember, Solomon is nighttime, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 43, let Solomon's ways of peace prevail over Shakar's ways of trouble. That's morning. Shakar is morning. And Salama is evening. So by 45, um, their ruler, Salama, was furious, and he shouted to her lover. My bad. Sorry. This is, let Salama's ways of peace prevail over Shakar's ways of trouble so that we, the Elohim, can rest peacefully. Got it? Because you know, if you cross the street to the left page, their children, the Alahum, is also on earth. It says it. Uh, left page in the very beginning. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So, so okay, here we go. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's got to be Tiamat talking. Okay. But we'll figure it out. Um, 39. The ways of the Meldekians have become very grievous to me. They are causing war and mischief in my seas. By day, I cannot rest. By shadow hour, I cannot sleep. I shall abolish their ways and disperse them. Let Salomon's ways of peace prevail over Shakar's ways of trouble so that we, the Elohim, can rest peacefully. Okay, stop there real quick, Donna. Mm -hmm. Stop real quick. Okay. The first thing that jumped out, at me was the Salama evening and Shakar morning. And this is all in in the beginning of creation, right? So it seemed like you have to have Well, that it's not the beginning of creation. This is after the crash. Oh, yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, this is after the crash. After. And the split, you know, split it up in half and all that type of shit. And the Maldekians then took residence on the planet Earth. And the Alahum is also there. Well, I was referring to the big, the origin of the name, Salama, means mm-hmm. it's a daughter's name, right? That means a daughter's name. That's, I uh-huh. mean, that's Laylat, that's Laylat's daughter, right? No, no, Laylat means, I was going to say it when I first read it, the night, it means night. Yeah, uh-huh. Laylat the Kadria. Leilata Kadri, whatever the fuck. I can't even fucking speak Arabic no more. Yeah, it means night. Leilat. Uh, or darkness. Right. Light. Night. Light. It means night. night. Leilat. Leilata Kadria. Night of power. Leilat. Okay. Yeah. Right. And um, uh, if you read 38... Okay. Uh, now, the fact, Absu the son, 37, made his voice heard to the Anunnaki who asked, could you let there be light, fire, 
absolutely agreed, and there was light. The Elohim spoke to Tiamat, now called Ki, in a loud voice. The light of the sun shining upon Ki again is agreeable. He divided the light in the atmosphere from the darkness outside of Ki's atmosphere. The light he named after one of his sons, Yam, and the darkness he named after one of his daughters, Lelot. And there was another daughter, Salama, evening, and another son, Shakar, morning. There you go. All right. I don't know why and... I said light, but darkness, but the word Leilat, Leilat the Kadra is Arabic, and it means night of power. But, yeah, but darkness, Leilat. Mm-hmm. Leilat. It's just, it was just the standing out with the Salam and Shakar. I just thought it was more like synonymous. Would it be opposite of each other? Which is, it is. The name, well, no, in the name, no, that's what no, it is. No, because you have Shakar for morning, right? right. And Leilat yeah. for what? Darkness. Evening. Right? Darkness. Evening, Leilat. Yeah. Leilat is darkness. I mean, okay. And right, the right. darkness so he named is, after one of his daughters, Leilat. And there was another daughter, Salama, evening. So that's evening. That's like when the sun just appeared to set. That's evening. Then darkness come, Leilat, or what you call night. So you have morning, evening, and night. Okay. So they're not the opposite of each other simply because right. um, evening and, and uh, morning is not the opposite. Evening is even. Even. That's what you get even from. Is even, so you still have, you still have morning, and you also have night or shadow at the same time. It's evening, so that's when the sun appears to rise or the sun appears to set. You still have it's even out. You can tell that the sky is evening. It's even out. You know what I'm saying? Where the suns appear to rise. So your uh, opposites is Leilat and Shakar. That's why. Um, um, right before sun appears to set, it starts to begin peaceful. That's why they mention Salama ways of peace prevail over Shakar's ways. Uh-huh. Let the evening come on in. Then that will be the end of confusion because soon as uh, the sun appears to rise, it's nothing but confusion, right? When the light is turned on, that's chaos. So, let Salama's ways of peace prevail over Shakar's ways of trouble so that we, the Elohim, can rest peacefully. Okay. Just the two names stand out. But it's good. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, Salama's, and remember, and Salam means peace as well. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I was Salama. saying, is the evening time for peace? Is But then... But then they say that the, the disagreeables dance at the nighttime. They do. So can the night be both? Uh, yeah, it could be both. But in this setting here, they it's know that one. the Meldekians are causing too much noise in Shakar in the morning. Morning, okay. Right, okay. right, in what is called the morning. So they are asking that Salama ways of peace prevail over Shakar ways of trouble so that we, the Elohim, can rest peacefully. 
And you see that in but 43, also, right? Right, but he said also he can't sleep in the night or in the evening. I mean, in the day or in the night. Right, absolutely, because they roaming all day and all night. So, and then what it says, as the sun appears to come up in, in the Shakar's morning, it's the beginning of chaos. But in the evening, there is peace when the darkness comes. And that's true. Nowadays. <laughs> right. So it's the beginning of chaos. So as the sun appears to come up in the Shakar morning, it's the beginning of chaos. But in the evening, there is peace when the darkness comes. So that's Laylot. Laylot. Uh-huh, the night of power. Anyway, 44, when the inhabitants of Tiamat heard this, their ruler, Salama, was furious, and he shouted to her lover. She shouted dreadfully, and she was beside herself with rage, but then she suppressed the evil in her belly. What did she say? How could we allow our planet which we ourselves created to perish, okay? How could we allow our planet, which we ourselves created, to perish? Okay. Uh-huh. Because goddamn Meldekians. Yeah. So even though the Meldekian ways are so grievous, we should bear it patiently. We should not break our peace by killing anyone. So what so what right. what they're implying if it appears that let Salamu evening comes, right? Right? So when darkness comes mm-hmm. we get our peace, but we probably can kill them at night. Kill off the Meldekians. So she's saying what did she say? She said we should not break our peace by killing anyone. Right. If you scroll up, what does it say? They said in forty three. As the sun appears to come up in the Shakar, morning is the beginning of chaos, but in the evening there is peace when the darkness comes. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's why Salama was furious. Um, their ruler Salama was furious, and he shouted to her lover. She shouted dreadfully, and she was beside herself with rage. But then she suppressed the evil in her belly and simply asked the question, how could we allow our planet, which we ourselves created, to perish? Even though the Meldekian ways are so grievous, we should bear it patiently. We should not break our peace by killing anyone. So it is assumed that they want the evening to come so that Lelata can show up, even though it's the bring peace, but they want to kill them in the dark. What page? Give me one second. Uh, 414. Sorry, Brian. 414, baby. Here it is. And that's for y'all right there if y'all want it. Here's a link for y'all in the uh, whatever it's called. What's that thing called? Lockdown. Radio. Again. Yeah. All right. So um, so you get it. So it's kind of assumed that they want to kill the Medekians at nighttime. Right? Mm-hmm. Can you see it? Tamuz. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Because right. you said it like, yo, why should we break our peace? Let's just goddamn let's not let's not kill these motherfuckers in the moment of peace when Leilata show up. The Yahweh Who's, wait a minute, who's of, gonna who's gonna deal with the Meldekians in the evening? 
Which is who? Who are you saying is going to deal with the Meldekians in the evening? Salama. They call Salama so that the evening can come in, right? Because once the evening comes, what, there is peace when the darkness comes, right? Gotcha. Okay. So Salama yes, got yes. pissed off, but she but she kept her rage within herself, suppressed it, and just asked the question. You know, how could we allow our planet forty eight? which we ourselves created to perish. Even though the Meldekian ways are so grievous, why should we bear it? We should bear it patiently instead of what? Break our peace by killing them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, 50, the Yahweh of Mumu, Mercury, replied and counseled Apsu the sun. The Yahweh who ruled Mercury did not agree with the counsel of his earth mother, Salama. O oh, Father, Apsu, put an end to their troublesome ways on orb called Key, so that she may be allowed to rest by daylight hour and sleep by shadow hour. You see that? Right. Yeah. She want to rest in the day and Peace. sleep in shadow. Uh-huh. Apsu was pleased with... Uh-huh, yeah, she want to rest in the day. She can't rest in the day, and she damn sure can't get no sleep because the fucking Maldekians are there. So, oh, Father Apsu, put an end to their troublesome ways on Orb called Key so that she may be allowed to rest by daylight hour and sleep by shadow hour. Apsu was pleased with Mumu, who is Mercury. His face lit up with joy at the destruction he was planning for the Anunnaki and his own sons, the Elohim. The Yahweh of Mumu, Mercury, he hugged him. He sat on his lap in which he orbited him, and he kissed, which eclipsed him again and again. Thus Mercury orbits the sun. But everything they plotted between them was relayed to the Anunnaki and their sons, the Elohim. The Anunnaki listened and wondered about and wandered about restlessly. The Anunnaki listened and wandered about restlessly. They fell silent. They sat quietly. Nudenmud, who is Anusan, the superior in overstanding, the wise and capable Inki, as he was to become known, who knows everything, he found out their plot. He made for himself a design of everything and laid it out correctly, and he made it cleverly, and his pure spell of Leviathan was superb. He recited the spell, and it ceased the growth in the waters, and all those who were to inhabit Key as children of the agreeable Anunnaki would be maimed. He poured sleep upon him, so that he was sleeping soundly as he enforced the spell. I told y'all that last Saturday, Dana. Inky put the spell on him or maybe Don's show. Inky uh, cast the spell on himself too. So this is when Inky cast the spell over the whole planet Earth, the spell of sleep. And he enforced the spell on himself. So he put Apsu to sleep, for it was he who caused the sun to be blocked by the dust cloud. Yahweh of Mumu, Mercury, in that period, time of darkness, the counselor was in a sleepless daze. So Mumu is now under spell, asleep. He, Nudenmud, Inki, unfastened his belt 
and released the asteroid belt so that the waters above and beneath became one. He took off his crown, brought life to a stop on the planet Mumu, Mercury, and he removed the leadership of Salama. Took the evening out. She can't run shit. He took away absolute mantle of radiance, which is the light from the sun, and he put it on himself. He took rulership of the solar system for himself, Inky. He held absolute the sun down and slew him, and he blocked the light of the sun to key. So he blocked the light of the sun to key, so key can't get no sun. And tied up Mumu, Mercury, and laid him across him. Mercury lost its original orbit. He set up his dwelling on top of the on the top of Apsu, the sun, and he took rulership of the entire solar system and not just merely the planet Key. And he grasped and controlled Mumu Mercury as he held him by a nose rope. And when he had overcome and slain his enemies, Ea, Neptune, Inky, set up his triumphal cry over his private quarters. So at this point, what, Inky took over the whole situation, heaven and earth, Charlotte. Fuck that. I run it all in the enumeration, okay? Remember, he put everybody to sleep, too, so it was easy to get them. He cast a spell of sleep and eventually on himself. He named them Apsu and assigned temples of Ra, the sun deity, he founded his own residence there. Nudenmud and Damkina, his lover, dwelt in splendor. In the chamber of destinies, the hall of designs, his Nudenmud's son, cleverest of the clever, sage of the Anunnaki, was born. Who is Nudenmud's son? Come on, boys and girls. Murduk. And inside her womb, Damkina, Inside her womb was pure like Apsu, the originator. His name was Murduk, and he was created inside pure what? You can get that faster. He was, in, he was created inside pure Apsu. Murduk was born to Nadinmud, Inki, and Damkina. Damkina, his mother, bore him. He suckled the breast of, his, of the agreeable Anunnaki. The nurse who reared him filled him with awesomeness. Proud was his people, for he was a piercing star. Mature, his emergence. He was powerful from the start. And knew his father, Begetter, beheld him, taught by and knew himself, his grandfather, and he was cousin to Adonis, Adonis Tammuz, son of Ishtar and Demuzi, among whom he reared. He rejoiced, beamed, his heart was filled with joy. And knew, who is Elunel, made him so perfect that his Anunnaki position was twofold, for he had 720 degrees disagreeable and 720 degrees within his nature when all others had, what, 180 in their nature, twice 360 degrees in all. He has 720 degrees twice, 360 degrees of the physical world and 360 degrees of the ether or spiritual world. 
He elevated far above them. He was superior as a teacher in every way. His limbs were ingeniously made beyond comprehension, impossible to understand, too difficult to perceive. He had four eyes, four ears. He perceived through his eyes twice that of others. He hears through his ears twice that of others. When his lips move, fire blazes forth. When he speaks, he burns away falsehood. The four ears were enormous, and likewise the eyes. They perceived everything. Highest among the Anunnaki, his form was outstanding. His limbs were very long. His fame spread it far. His height was normal. His stature was the same as others, yet he was outstanding and knew cried out. Marutu, Marutu, rebel, rebel, son, majesty, majesty of the Anunnaki, ordered by Anu to be rebel against Inki. Remember, Inki took over everything, right? Right. Remember? Okay. Yeah. Now, boom, Anu disappointed Murduk to be rebel against, to be a rebel against Inki, Murduk's father. Okay. Wow. Clothed in the radiant mantle of ten Anunnaki, which was worn high above his head, there were five fearsome rays clustered above him. Anu created the four winds that protect Nibiru and gave them birth, life, and he put them in his Murduk's hand. My grandson, let them play. He fashioned dust and made the whirlwind carry it. He made the flood wave, and he stirred up Tiamat. Tiamat was stirred up and heaved in restlessly night. No, Tiamat was stirred up and heaved in restlessly daylight hour and shadow hour. The disagreeable Anunnaki were unable to rest, and they had to suffer. They plotted disagreeableness in their hearts, and they addressed Tiamat, their mother, saying, because they slew Apsu, the sun, your lover, and they blocked the sun's rays from embracing the earth with its loving warmth and vitality, and you, agreeable Alahum, did not go to Mumu's and Tiamat's aid, but rather you would sit in silence through his dark period. He has created the four fearful winds of Nibiru, to stir up your belly on purpose by opening Ishara, and we simply cannot sleep. Was your lover Apsu, the sun, not in your heart? Yahweh of Mumu, Mercury, who was captured? No wonder you sit alone. Are you not a mother, Tiamat? You heave restlessly. But what about us, who cannot rest? Don't you love us? Our grip has weakened and is slack. And our eyes are sunken. Remove the yoke of us, restless ones, and let us sleep. Set up a battle cry and avenge them. Conquer the Maldekian enemies and reduce them to naught. Did you get all that? Yep. He's calling yep. them one, the, agreeable, the disagreeable Anunnaki's, because, mind you, Murder got the four winds. Inky done took control over all this shit, right? Right. 
and Murdoch is about to be rebel to Inky. Meanwhile, on Tiamat, the disagreeable Anna Nagas is talking like, yo, you need to do something, bitch. Ain't you the mama? Ain't this your shit? Remember now they put um, Salama to sleep. They took over Mercury. They took over all that shit. You got it? Right. So this is what she's saying. This is what the, and the disagreeable Anunnaki's is saying because they disagree with the other Anunnaki's for doing this shit, for doing what they're doing. So they're telling Tia, man, ain't this your shit? Ain't you the mama, man? What the fuck? You need to raise war. You need to get your ass up and fight. Got it? But Murduk had power over Tiamat, right? They gave him power over Tiamat. And that's also Tara, right? Or not, you know. What's another name for Tiamat? Well, she has a name. Uh, Zakaya, Tara, Kira. Tara, yeah. Iridu. I'm thinking of a story that you talked about where she was being disagreeable, Tiamat, and Murduk had to put her in check. It's coming. It should be coming up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It should be coming up. But so, because a war about to take place, because her children, the Alahum, he, which he called them disagreeable, um, they want her to fight back. She just sat down and let all that happen. Even her lover, Absu, what happened to him. You know what I'm saying? So this is what they're trying to wake, wake up Tiamat, you know, because she don't, she don't see nothing wrong with what's going on. You got me? Yeah, mm-hmm. she don't see nothing wrong. Like, bitch, then they be like, bitch, if you don't get your goddamn house back, if you don't get this planet back, bitch. <laughs> what they say to her? Um. No wonder you sit alone. Are you not a mother, Tiamat? You heave restlessly. But what about us who cannot rest? Don't you love us? Our grip has weakened and is slack and our eyes are sunken. Remove the yoke of us restless ones and let us sleep. Set up a battle cry and avenge them. Conquer the Maldekian enemies and reduce them to naught. That's right. So Tiamat listened, and the speech pleased her, as it should. Get your ass up, bitch. And Tiamat says, let us act now on this and bring it to pass as you were advising. The Anunnaki inside him, Ishara, would be disturbed because they adopted the ways of the disagreeable one, Inky, and his host were the Alahum who, be, who begot them. This is what she said. Let me do it again. She says, let us act now on this. Let us act now on this and bring it to pass as you were advising. The Anunnaki inside him, Ishara, will be disturbed because they adopted the ways of the disagreeable one, Inky, and his host were the Alahom who begot them. They crowded around and rallied beside Tiamat. They were fierce. Scheming restlessly, shadow hour and day hour, daylight hour. They were working up to war, growling and raging. They convened a council and created conflict. Mother Hubbard, who fashions all things, contributed in unfaceable, in unfaceable weapon. 
She bore giant snakes, reptilians in her seeds, with sharp teeth and unsparing fangs, disagreeable in heart and rebellious in nature. She filled their bodies with venom instead of blood. This is her first one she got. Boom, she created some big-ass snake giants with venom. She filled their bodies with venom instead of blood. She cloaked ferocious dragons with fearsome rays of power and made them bear mantles of radiance, which made them appear like Alahum. This is her army now. She getting it up. Great day, El God. Whoever look upon these reptilians shall collapse in utter terror. Sure. I bet. Their bodies shall rear up continually and never turn away. She stationed a horned serpent, a Mushusu dragon, and Lamu, the planet Mars, which was the first home away from home for the agreeable Anunnaki. The false Ugala demon, a rabbit dog called Anubis, and a scorpion man called Iblis. Aggressive Umu demons called Tanin, a fish man called Dagon, and a bull man called Enkidu, and an offspring, and all offsprings of Meldek were bearing merciless weapons, fearless in battle. Her orders were so powerful, they could not disobeyed. They could not be disobeyed. In addition, she created 11 more crafts, and she launched them at Nibiru. Over the Alahum, okay, okay, let me stop there. Okay, remember, on, on our way, it was a Friday, 1,300 hours, doing our regular route, intergalactic traveling. What up, Twank? Remember that? Okay, remember, boom, they crashed in the mail deck, right? Then, boom, mail deck set out some um, warriors, and they jumped um, in the air and started chasing the Biru. Remember that? They hit Tiamat. Tiamat launched it, launched what? Eleven fighter ships herself. So this is is where this picks up at. This is Tiamat's story. Got it? So this right, is why, right. remember, all hell breaks loose, and she's just letting it happen. So this is when she launched her 11 crafts at Nibiru. Got it? The story picks up there. So this is her side. So now we on Earth, and they're telling it how, what was going on on Earth at the time. Okay? So all hell broke loose. Tiamat wasn't doing shit. Inky took over, blah, 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 whatever the fuck. And then, boom. So this is where the story picks up. This is her story. Okay? Got it? Because we know what happened on Meldak. We know what happened to Tiamat, but we don't know what happened inside of Tiamat during that time. So all it said that Tiamat launched 11 fighter ships at Nibiru. So, bam, this is where it picks up at, okay? Can y'all follow? Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So, in addition, she created 11 more crafts, and she launched them at Nibiru over the Alahum, her offspring, who she had convened a council for her, she promoted the ruler, Luna, who is Shesky Kingu, who is ruler of the moon, okay, Luna, Lunatic, 
Shetsky, mm-hmm. the moon. She may, and, and she, okay, wait. wait let, 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 let me take it slow. So excited. One of my favorite stories. Take it slow. In addition, she created 11 more crafts, and she launched them at Nibiru over the Alahoon, her offspring, who she had convened a council for her. She promoted the ruler, Luna, who is Shetsky, or known as Kingu, who is ruler of the moon. She and made him greatest among them, and she conferred upon him leadership of the army. And thus, those who worship the crescent moon, what? Attribute it to Dina, in command of the assembly, raising the weapon to signal engagement, mustering combat troops over all command of the whole battle force. She set him upon a throne, talking about Kingu, and said, I have cast the spell of Leviathan, the great Tanim called Shaitan. For you, wait, I have cast the spell of Leviathan, the great Tanim called Shaitan for you, and made you the greatest of the Anunnaki's assembly. Who's she talking to here? Huh? Who's she talking to here? She's talking to Luna? Kingu. Kingu. Mm-hmm. Luna. Kingu. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Um, the spell of the, but I thought um, Inky started the spell of the Yeah. Yep. Lafayette. And she also cast it. They all got oh, the so spell. They all can use they it. They all got the spell. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Ishtar okay. used it too. Ishtar? A whole bunch okay. of motherfuckers used that spell. Spell okay. of sleep. Spell of Leviathan. So, okay, so she's talking to, uh, thanks for just letting people know that, you know, she's talking to Kingu or Luna. She said, I have cast the spell of Leviathan, the great Tanin, called Shaitan for you, and made you the greatest of the Anunnaki assembly. I have put him into your power rule over all the Anunnaki. You shall be the greatest, for you are my only lover. Your commands shall always prevail over all the Anunnaki. Then she, Ishtar, ruled Luna over the deities in that solar system. She gave Kingu the tablets of destinies and made him collapse it to his breast. Your utterance shall never be altered. Your words shall be law. When Shesky also known as Luna, ruler of the moon, child of Tiamat, was promoted and had received the Anu power and had decreed destinies for the Anunnaki's, his sons, he said, those issues that come forth from your mouth shall quench fire. Your accumulated venom that reaches any and all shall paralyze the powerful. The new Midlish, baby. Yeah. This shit good, man. Y'all, y'all, you won't got down. Anybody got anything you want to say? It ain't over. A war about to take place now. It ain't over. Got it? So, alright, recap around this bitch. You want to re- quick recap? This is okay. when they crash into mail deck. Meldek chased their ass, ended up in the planet Earth seas, 
and um, crash into the planet Earth, creating the moon and all that type of shit, splitting it in half and blah, 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 all hell breaks loose on Tiamat and all those that was already on Tiamat is telling Tiamat, bitch, wake up, you're the mother, this your shit, let's fight. Boom. So she appointed her nigga, Luna, you know what I'm saying, to run this shit. It's you. You got this. You gave him the power, put, gave King Goo the tablet of destiny, okay? Gave that motherfucker everything, Shesky, Luna. And even gave that motherfucker a new power. Is this the beginning of the moon cycle? That's a good question. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what cycle is this um, when all when all hell broke loose. I have no idea. Can't tell you. It probably say it. Maybe somebody knows. But um, yeah. Um, and she got her little army, her little military. So even when they are coming, Shesky, the moon. Or Luna or Kingu already have some 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 motherfuckers in place too, so they can hit them from both sides when they come, when the Anunnaki's come, when Murder come, and whoever the fuck come fucking with them. Um, Luna from the moon side can can kick ass from that side, and she kick ass from the planet Earth. However they come and they ready, got it. So. You ready for the Enumilish 2? Rest of the story. Yes. Alright. Yeah. Here we go. Alright. So Tiamat assembled her creatures, the reptilians of Meldak, the controllers of Key, and collected battle units against the reptilians, her offspring. Tiamat did even more evil for posterity than Apsu the sun. It was reported to Inki, Nudenmud, that Tiamat had prepared for war. Okay, now Inki knows. Nudenmud listened to that report from the planet Neptune, Ea, and he was dumbfounded and sat in silence. When Nudenmud had pondered and his fury subsided, Nudimud made his way to the planet Anshar, Saturn, which is his grandfather's planet. Nudimud came before Anshar, the father of him who begot him, and he began to repeat to him everything that the Meldekians that ruled Tiamat had planned. Grandfather, the planet Tiamat who bore us is rejecting us. She has convened a council and is raging out of control. The Anunnaki have turned to the aid of Tiamat and all of them, even your children, those who you begot, such as Anu and Antum, had gone over to Tiamat's side. They crowded around and rallied beside Tiamat. They were fierce, scheming restlessly shadow hour and daylight hour. They were working up to war, growling and raging. They convened a council and created conflict. As was stated earlier, Mother Hubbard, who fashions all things, contributed to an unfaceable weapon. 
She bore giant snakes, reptilian, in her seas, with sharp teeth and unsparing fangs, disagreeable in heart and rebellious in nature. She filled their bodies with venom instead of blood. She cloaked ferocious dragons with fearsome rays of power and made them bear mantles of radiance, which made them appear like Alahum. Whoever, whoever you look, whoever you look upon, these reptilians shall collapse in utter terror. Whoever look upon these reptilians shall collapse in utter terror. Their bodies shall rear up continually, and they shall never turn away. She stationed a horned serpent, a Mashusu dragon, the false Ugala demon, a rabbit dog called Anubis, and a scorpion man called Iblis, aggressive Umu demons called Tanin, a fish man called Dagan, and a bull man called Inki, and all the offsprings of Meldek were bearing merciless weapons, fearless in battle. Her orders were so powerful, they could not be disobeyed. disobeyed. In addition, she created 11 more crafts, and she launched them at Nibiru. Over the Alahum, her her offspring who had convened a council for her, she promoted the ruler Luna, who is Kingu, ruler of the moon, and she made him greatest among them. And she conferred upon him leadership of the army. And thus, those who worship the crescent moon attributed, attributed to Dina in command of the assembly, raising the weapon to signal engagement, mustering combat troops, overall command of the whole battle force. And she set him upon a throne. I have cast a spell of Kingu, which is later to become known as the spell of Leviathan, the great Tanin called Shaitan for you and made you the greatest of the Anunnaki assembly. I have put into your power, your, your ah, I have put into your power, rule over all the Anunnaki. You shall be the greatest for you are my only lover. Your command shall always prevail over all the Anunnaki. Then Tiamat gave Kingu rule in the solar system, the tablet of destiny, and she made him clasp it to his breast. Your utterance shall never be altered. Your words shall be law. When Shesky, known as Luna, ruler of the moon, child of Tiamat, he was promoted and had received the Anu power and had decreed destinies for the Anunnaki, his sons, he said, these issues that come forth from your mouth shall quench fire. Your accumulated venom that reaches any and all shall paralyze the powerful. All that Inky said to his grandfather. Did you follow it? You know, they repeat everything back barbatim, okay? That's just how they do it. Okay, they don't be cut like, you know, well, you know, she done raised war and all this type. When they hear some shit, they repeat. They bad now. They they power. They get. They know how to give give it back. The way it was given it, the way it, the way they receive it, they know how to send it. I love that about them. You know what I'm saying? I need you humans to be like that. Okay, so 
this is him telling Anshar, right? So he said, even your children are with Tiamat and knew his wife, everybody with this bitch. The fuck, that's why he went to granddaddy, went to Anshar. Ready? So Anshar listened to Inky, and the report was very disturbing. Anshar twisted his fingers, balled up his fist, and frowned his face and bit his lip. His liver was inflamed, nerves on edge, and his belly was restless. His roar, his roar to Ea, Neptune, Inky, his grandson, was quite weak. What did he say? 59. 59, Tammuz. What did um, Anshar say to his grandson, Inky? You must be one of those who declare war. <laughs> Wait a minute. You must be the one who declares war. Right, he's telling him, you you must be the one who declares war. You're going to have to war with this bitch. And what else he say? Keep brandishing what you have and made, made as arms for you. For yourself. Yeah, for yeah, yourself. yeah, get your weapon, man. Keep brandishing what you have made as arms for yourself. So arm yourself. What else he say? You, you are, are the, the hero. Mm-hmm. You are the hero, the conqueror. You slew Astu, the son. Where else? Where else will we find someone to face the inhabitants of Tiamat <laughs> when she raged uncontrollably? It's where so else funny that the, the message that you know all of a sudden this bitch is out of control. Do you remember that part where he read it, when the Meldekians told him what was going on? And they was like, the bitch is out of control. It's so funny when when a bitch take back her fucking power, she out of control, right? Something wrong with you. Something wrong with you now. When you get your power back, you put your foot down in the name of Allah, you crazy. You out of control. So what? Um, that's what the message was that was given to Inky, and the Inky gave the message to his granddaddy. Anshar, the bitch is out of control. She is un controllable. So what did Anshar say back to Inky in verse 262? Where else will you find someone to face the inhabitants of Tiamat when she rages uncontrollably? When she rages uncontrollably, it's her shit. Go ahead, 63. Okay. You were born with the gut. Oh, shit. Excuse me. 63. You were born with the good sense of the Anunnaki, O Nedimud. In anger, Nedimud made okay, his wait, voice Okay, wait, let's stop heard. there. So let's hear um, Aunt Granddaddy again. Okay, uh, let's go back. Let's hear Granddaddy after Inky said, Hey, Granddaddy, man, they big got everything, man. They big looking out there. She even got a goddamn, she even got the demon. Uh, what does he say? You must be the one who declares war. Keep brandishing what you have made as arms for yourself. You are the hero, Inky, the conqueror. Remember, you slew Apsu, the son. Where else will we find someone to face the inhabitants of Tiamat when she rages uncontrollably? You were born with the good sense of the Anunnaki, old Nadenmud. (laughs) Right? So he's telling them, you okay. have to fight this bitch, and you got good sense. Hey, if you conquer the sun, 
surely you can conquer this bitch and the inhabitants. You can you you can do it all on your own, man. Let go. So what happens? What did Inky say in anger? Sixty four. In anger, the demon made his voice heard. You are unfathomable. <laughs> you, you are, are the, the unfathomable. Unfathomable. Like, unfathomable. You know, yeah, how somebody can't Six fathom some shit. Unfathomable. Yeah, right. Unfathomable. Yeah, you are the okay. unfathom unfathomable fixer of fates. Go ahead. What did he say? Now, mind you, new uh, newbies here. New Denmud Inky is still pissed. He's still mad. But go ahead. The power to create and to destroy is yours. Oh, Anshar. You are the unfathomable fixer of fates. The power to create and to destroy is yours. The fate which you are ordered immediately comes to pass. Okay, so what and is sure. Inky saying here? Inky is saying what? You are the unfathomable fixer of fates. Thank you, Asar, uh, Asaru. Unpredictable. Okay, that's what it means. I guess that's what I think and what I'm sorry to say. Unpredictable. Okay. Unfathomable. Okay. Yeah, he said unpredictable. Yeah, so the power, you basically have the power to create and to destroy is yours. And oh, Mm. granddaddy, oh, Anshar, you are the unfathomable fixer of fates. The power to create and to destroy is yours. The fate which you order immediately come to pass. So, <laughs> because he says this to his granddaddy, he can't be wrong, right? No. He can't be wrong. If his granddaddy told him, look here, nigga, you a hero. You can do this shit. You the only one that can raise war with her. You know what I'm saying? You did it with them. You did it with the sun. Shouted, it's going to be a walk in the park for you. So Inky is like, well, then, damn, granddaddy, you right, man. You feel me? Shit, you got the you, you, you got the power to create and destroy yours anyway. So I know I'm good. You gave me your blessing. So you can't go wrong. I can't right. be, go wrong, right? All right, so Anshar listened, and the speech pleased him. His heart prompted him to speak to Nadim Mud. So what did Anshar say? Your courage, like an Anunnaki, has given you the power to rise up against the inhabitants of Tiamat. He, Anshar, addressed Anu. Okay, let's stop saying, there. Okay, now remember now, Anu is... On, is with Tiamat. He's on Tiamat's side. That's Inky's daddy. Okay. But Anu's but, yes. Okay. Huh? But he's telling him he can. But he's telling Nadimud and Inky that he, he has the power to defeat Tiamat. But right, he's on his absolutely. side. Absolutely. Right. Right. He's telling Inky that. Right. So now right. Anshar is about to talk to his son Anu. Got it. Right. And New is with Tiamat. And New, all the Ananagis on her side. And 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 New, who is Anshar's son, okay. Now Anshar about to talk to his son, and New now. Like, he got to dress and New ass for this shit. Right? All right. Let's go. So what did uh, Anshar say to Anu? 74. 
This is the Kesusu, weapon of warriors. Its strength is mighty, its attack unfaceable. Go against the inhabitants of Tiamat and stand your ground. Let her anger de- let her anger abate and let her fury be quelled. If she will not listen to your word, speak your words of force to her. Speak our words. That she Yes, yeah, speak our words of force to her that she may be calmed. Okay, now Anu, so he told Anu fought that go against her and the inhabitants. I need you to go against Tiamat. Remember, he's for her right now. Okay? That's what Inky, that was right. one of Inky uh, that the Mildekians told him, even Anu and all them motherfuckers was with this bitch. So, Anshar is telling his son, Anu, nigga, fuck that. Go against the inhabitants of Tiamat and stand your ground. You know? Uh, fuck, who side you on, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, goddamn, son, I ain't raised you like that. <laughs> so I'm going to give you this weapon I'm going to give you this weapon This Kasusu weapon The weapon of warriors You feel me? And you stand your ground Let her anger obey And let her fury be quelled And if she, that bitch don't listen to your words Speak our words of force to her That she may be calm Got it Okay so he first now, speaks his, but if but if that don't yeah, work, speak yeah, out. Yeah, Anshar can cover all areas. So look, tell her, speak your words, whatever you can say to this right. bitch, talk her ass down. And if that shit don't work, speak our words of force to her okay. that she may be calmed. Okay. Okay, so 80, Anu listened to the speech of his father, Anshar, and took the path to Tiamat, and made his way straight to her, and knew set out and came to earth. He was trying to find out the strategy of the inhabitants of Tiamat. He discovered it, and he turned back. (laughs) And knew was like, hell no. Hell no. No fucking way. Hell no. That motherfucker went down there, saw the whole strategy, saw their whole combat, saw everything this bitch got down, got on her as her defense, her army, everybody, they just on point. And new life, fuck that shit. Hell nah. And fuck that goddamn Kasusu weapon in my goddamn hand. I ain't even finna talk to the bitch. Nah, but he went there, but he he lost. And And new lost. So what happens? He discovered it, and he turned back. He entered into the presence of Anshar, his father, who begot him, and he humbly addressed him. What did Anu say to his daddy, 87? Oh, Anshar, you are too great for for me. She lay before me with the palms of her hand on the top of mine. She lay before me with... Okay. Oh, Anshar. You are too, oh, Anshar, you are too great for me. She lay before me with the palms of her hand on the top of mine. On top of me? Why you keep saying mine? One more time, 87. We got to get our new words right now. Remember, they go. We got to get go words right. (laughs) 
87. Oh, Anshar, you are too great for me. She lay before me with the palms of her hand on top of me. Anshar was speechless. speechless and stared at the ground. This nigga mad now. That daddy. Nigga, you let this bitch get the best of you, player? He ain't saying shit. He's speechless. Stared at the ground. He gnashed his teeth in anger, and he shook his head in despair at Inky. Like, motherfucker, this your daddy nigga. (laughs) Now the Igigi assembled all the Anunnaki. They stayed silently for a while, tight-lipped. The Igigi ain't saying shit. Okay, for a while. Mm-hmm. What did the Gigi say? Finally, what did Gigi say? Will no other Anunnaki coming forward? Is fate fixed? So what? What? What did Gigi saying? Where the fuck y'all at? Goddamn! <laughs> what the fuck y'all be gonna sit down? Y'all ain't gonna. I mean, goddamn! This our fate now. This is it? We just gonna let this shit go down like that? <laughs> what else did they say? Will no one go out there to face the Meldekians who inhabit the seas of Tiamat with courage? Well, y'all goddamn, come on, man. These ain't nobody goddamn, goddamn, what the fuck? These ain't nobody goddamn Meldekians, man. Where y'all courage at? Come on, man. Ain't nobody sea creatures, man. I don't give a fuck what these bitch got. Give a fuck she got goddamn Leviathans with goddamn venom instead of blood inside. Oh, the Igigis talking mad shit. For the record, the Igigis, all they do is watch, by the way. They observe <laughs> like my ass, okay? And talk plenty of shit. Hype everybody the fuck up. Get your ass out there. Kick some ass. And if we be in the house looking out the window watching the fight. Yeah, so because the Igigi is assembled, you know what I'm saying, Right. With all the Anunnaki's that's on, um, you know, Anshar and Inky them side. Okay, so here we go. So uh, what else did um, 96? Then Nudenmud, Inky, from his secret dwelling, called the perfect one, grandson of Anshar, father of the great Anunnaki, whose heart is perfect like a fellow citizen or countryman pure. The mighty heir who was to bore his father's champion, Right? Remember his father's champion, Inky, Murduk, talking about Murduk, okay? So Inky, because Inky always, you know, always come up with the brightest fucking plan ever, right? As, as fucked up as Inky is, this nigga can think for everybody. Inky ain't going down there, okay? Inky like, fuck that. I'm calling my goddamn son Murduk. Mm. Murder, fuck that shit. Murder gonna go down there and face that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, what it say? Um, then Nudenmud from his secret dwelling called the Perfect One, grandson of Anshar, uh, father of the great Anunnaki, whose heart is perfect like a fellow citizen or countryman, pure. The mighty heir who was to be his father's champion, 
who rushes fearlessly into battle, Murduk, the hero, he told him his innermost design, saying, so what did Inky say to his son, Murduk? Go. Oh, Murduk, take my advice. Listen to your father. Now, mind you, you the... Murduk don't listen to his daddy. This is why Inky got to say, please listen to me. I'm your daddy, son. I, I, I know you don't take no orders from me. I know you only take it from a new and shit. But, motherfucker, I'm your father. Please listen. Let's go. <laughs> 103. You are the son who sets his heart at rest. Who sets his heart at rest. Mm-hmm. You are the son who sets his heart at rest. <clears throat> Approach and... Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. I jumped ahead. I jumped ahead, my bad. Approach um, and Shar. Approach and Shar. As you Char, are. Drawing near as to him. You are. Mm-hmm. That's what it say, right? But there's so many yeah. pictures. <laughs> okay, it, it says, Approach and Shar, drawing near to him. Go talk to my granddaddy. Okay, go talk to your great granddaddy. Go Murder, I need you to talk to 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 my granddaddy, which is your great granddaddy Anshaw, and make your voice heard and stand your ground. So Murder now is about to talk to what? Talk to Anshar. Anshar. Uh-huh. Right. He ain't say go talk to Anu. Okay. Anu. Anu was like fuck that. You know. He was like fuck that. You please go talk to my granddaddy, your great granddaddy Anshar. He will be calm by the sight of you. Ready? So the Yahweh rejoiced at the words of his father, and he approached and stood before Anshar, Murdoch. Anshar looked at him, and his heart was filled with joy. He kissed him on the lips, put away his trepidation. Then Murdoch addressed him. What did Murdoch say to his great-granddaddy? Father, don't Stay so silent. Open your lips. Let me go. Let me fulfill your heart's desire. Ruler of Anshar, don't stay so silent. Let me go. Let me fulfill your heart's desire. And what is Murdoch telling um, Anshar? What is he saying to him? Anshar replied, no, what kind of man what, no, has, no, huh? no, no, no. What did Murdoch, what is Murdoch saying to Anshar? What is he saying? Father, what he's don't, actually, stay, don't stay so silent. Open your lips. Let me go and let me fulfill your heart's desire. What is he saying? Uh, hmm. Murdoch is telling his great-grandfather, let me go whoop this bitch ass for you. <laughs> that is what Murdoch is saying. <laughs> let me go. <laughs> Why, don't just sit there <laughs> quiet, man. Give me the, give me the green light. Let uh, me go. Okay. Shit, goddamn, let me go and fuck this bitch up, man. Everybody, she got goddamn on her side. So Anshar replied. That's what he's saying, you know, because remember, he just happy to see him. Anshar was happy to see Murduk, but he ain't say shit to him. So Murduk is talking. Let me go down there. Let me fuck this bitch up, man. I said this whole shit straight. This shit be over with. So Anshar replied. What did Anshar say? 
What kind of man have ordered you out to his war? To his war. That's important. Whose war is it? Inky. Inky the one that started all this shit. His daddy. Inky uh, murdered daddy. Inky. So Anshar says, what kind of man have ordered you out to his war? This shit ain't your war, Murdoch. This your goddamn stupid-ass daddy goddamn war. This ain't uh, your war. This your daddy. This Inky did all that fucked up shit. <laughs> okay? So, Anshar, that's why, you know, remember Murdoch, remember Inky was like, look, please, listen to your daddy. I need you to go see I need you to go see Anshar, man. Tell that motherfucker you want to fight this bitch. You got me? Right. Right. And so great great granddaddy said, What kind of man have what kind of man have ordered you out to his war? What type of daddy what what the fuck is wrong with your father, Murdoch? This his fight. This ain't got nothing to do with you. And then what did um, Anshar say to Murdoch? What else did he say? My son, don't you realize that it is the inhabitants of Tiamat and, and Ishtar, ruler of womankind, who will advance against you with arms? What is he telling them? That shit right there in your gets, face right there. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, he, she, got, she got power. Yeah, okay, one thing he said to him, which is my favorite line, is, what kind of man have ordered you out to his war? Why would your daddy even do that shit? My son, don't you realize that it is the inhabitants of Tiamat and Ishtar, ruler of womankind, who will advance against you with arms? Don't you, do you get that? These bitches gonna fuck your ass up. Stay out of this shit. This your daddy dumbass doing. <laughs> so what did Murdoch say back to your great granddaddy, Anshar? Father, my creator, rejoice and be glad. You shall soon set your foot upon the neck of the inhabitants of Tiamat. Now this is nice, right? Because... Hmm. Because what does man always want? Matter of fact, let me ask the question different. What does a man with power want? Neff should know that answer. What does a man with power want? More power. Thank you, Brian. More power. So what the fuck did Murdo just say to his daddy? Nigga, rejoice. You should soon set your goddamn foot upon the neck of the inhabitants of Tiamat. Nigga, they're going to be your shine, shout it. You get to rule this shit once I finish fucking this hoe up. And what did Anshar say back to him? And go. What did he tell him? What did he tell him? What did Anshar tell him? And go. And go, son. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then take your ass down there then, nigga. Since I'll be able to set my foot in them goddamn inhabitants on Tiamat. Then take your ass on down there then. It's something in it for me. <laughs> it's something in it for me then. Motherfucker, go fuck every last one of them bitches up. 
Right? So what do you say again? 121? Then go, son, knowing all wisdom. Knowing all wisdom, nigga. You wise right in exact for that one. And what else he tell him? Quail Tiamat with your pure spell. Set forth immediately in the craft of the sound of lightning. A storm chariot. Let its mission not be to drive them out, but rather turn them back. The Yahweh rejoice at the words of his father. All right. His so heart- so what did he tell them? He said, man, look here, man. We ain't going to drive them out. We're just going to get them mother. We're going to have them hoes shook. They're going to have to take their ass back where they came from. <laughs> We're going to have mm. them shook. You got the thunder. You got the lightning. <laughs> you got the bad as shit. I'm going to put your ass in, man, to scare all them hoes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the Yahweh rejoiced at the words of his father. Murdoch, his heart was glad, and he addressed his father. What did Murdoch say? Yahweh of the Alahom, of the great Anunnaki, if indeed I am to be your champion, if I am to defeat those who have occupied Tiamat and have your lives, convene the council, name a specific fate, name a special fate. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sit joyfully together in Ush Ushu Ukanaka. Wait, no, my bad. Ushu Ushu Ukinaku Ukinaka Kinaku Ukinaku Ushu Ukinaku Upshu Ukinaku. Ukinaku. Sit joyfully together in Upshu Ukinaku. Everything goddamn was English up until this part. Upshu Ukinaku. My own utterance shall fix fate instead of you. Whatever I create shall never be altered. The decree of my lips shall never be revoked and never, and never change. change. That murder for that ass, goddammit. Mic check, Sister X. Give me a mic check, Zena. I'm mute if you can. Sorry. Zena. <laughs> mic check, mic check, mic check. Great, Great day. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I don't know how long you've been listening though But we're in the, my, one of my favorite stories And shit um, we on page 429 for those who are just coming in on the L's Holy Tablets We're at the bottom But let's hear, um, let's repeat that one more time What your boy Melchizedek Murdoch say to everybody, man, this is this the real deal. You feel me? <laughs> his heart was glad, and he addressed his father, Yahweh of the Alahum, fate of the great Anunnaki. If indeed I am to be your champion, 
If I am to defeat those bitches and everybody that occupy Tia Mac and have your lives convened to council, name of special fate, sit joyfully together in Upshu Ukanaku. My own utterance shall fix fate instead of you. Whatever I, sh- whatever I create shall never be altered. The decree of my lips shall never be revoked and never changed. Dun 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 then the Yahweh rejoiced at the words of his father. That's murder, the Yahweh. Then 126, his heart was glad and he addressed his father. 127 is when Murdoch is talking. Yahweh of the Elohim, fate of the great Anunnaki, if indeed I am to be your champion. <laughs> if I am to defeat those who have occupied Tiobat and have your lives convened in the council's name of special fate, sit joyfully together. He said, when I go whoop this bitch ass, y'all niggas be happy in the Upshu in the Ukanaku. Sit joyfully while I go whoop this bitch ass. <laughs> That's what he told all of them. All right? Y'all can goddamn start goddamn having a party while I'm gone. Party now, shout it. The shit done hit the fan because, see, I'm coming. That's what he's saying. So y'all gonna, might as well rejoice now, shit. You, I'm your champion. I'm the one you need, baby. I'm about to go down here and whoop that ass. All right? They're murdered right now, man. What are you talking about? They got them murdered. <laughs> All right, y'all ready for the war? Y'all ready for the war? Say hell yeah, we ready for the war. Hell yeah. (laughs) It's about to be sad as fuck, man. Every time I read this part, man, I just start reading slow and like, and he stabbed him, choked the shit out the bitch. (laughs) Long live the queen. <laughs> no, 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 fault everybody up. Okay, tablet three. Anshar speaks to Kaka. Uh, that's Kakael, by the way. Kaka, Kakael. Remember Kakael? Adam, Eve. Who told you you was naked? That's Kaka, Kakael. Okay. All right. So mm-hmm. we in uh, we in tablet three now. Anshar speaks to Kaka. Y'all ready? Four twenty nine. It about to be sad right here, man. It about to, about to, about to, about to fuck my whole goddamn moment up, man. Why they had to put this in their book? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Lo, Anshar made his voice heard and addressed his speech to Kaka, his Yahweh. Come on. Tell me, let's go. What did Anshar say to Kaka? Oh, Kaka, Yahweh who pleases me. I shall send you to Lamu, Mars, and Lamu, Lahamu, Venus. You shall know how to probe, you are not, and you are not skilled in speaking. Okay, let me start that again. <clears throat> o Kaka, Yahweh who pleases me, I shall send you to Lamu, Mars, and Lahamu, Venus. You shall know how to probe, 
you are not skilled in speaking. Have the Anunnaki, my fathers, brought you before me. Have the Anunnaki, my fathers, brought you before me. Let all the Anunnaki's be brought to Okay, let's stop real quick. Let's try to figure this shit out real quick. Um, (laughs) What up, Toriano? That nigga said, Murdoch Murdoch said, I'll be your Huckleberry. (laughs) Huckleberry fan. Is that what you're talking about? Huckleberry. Um, um, Look, um, what did he tell Kaka? Let's start with that. Let's just try to overstand this conversation with Kaka. Um, What did he tell him? Uh, he said, you shall know how okay. to probe. Yeah, probe. You are not skilled in speaking. I wonder what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Probe. I know what probe means, like, you know, pick somebody's fucking brain, but you can't really, you know, caca can You know, caca dumbass. Caca can ask questions. Who are you? Who told you you were naked? Why are you hiding? That type of shit. So have have the Anunnaki, my fathers, brought you before me. Let all the Anunnaki be brought to me. Take it away. And shall still talking. Number seven. Let there be conversation. Let them sit at a banquet. Let them eat grind. Let them eat grain. <laughs> Let them eat grain. Let them drink choice wine. Let them and then, decree a destiny. Oh, and and then let them decree, and then let them decree a destiny for Merdu, their champion. So what he told Kaka to do is set the party up. Remember, Merdu just left and told them y'all niggas need to rejoice in 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 in, in Ubu Kaka Kunaki. Y'all motherfuckers about to throw a party. Then I tell y'all that shit, a party was coming. So Anshar told him what. Anshar told Kakael, nigga, let them get the finest wine. Let them have whatever the fuck they want. Let them eat the best goddamn grains around this bitch. And let them decree a destiny for murder when that motherfucker returns. Party on me, man. We throwing a big-ass party because murder about to whoop some ass. So, bam, number 10. Set, what did he say? Set it off. Set off, mm-hmm. Kaka, and go mm-hmm. and stand before them. Mm-hmm. Set it. Set off. I, I thought of the movie, but anyway. set off, <laughs> Kaka, and go and stand before them. And everything that I am about to tell you, repeat to them. Anshar, your son has sent me. He has told me to report his heart's message. I sent and knew. But he was unable to face her alone. The Dismood panicked and turned back. Then Murduk, sage of the Anunnaki, your son, came forth. Came forward. Then Murduk, the sage of the Anunnaki, your son, came forward. He wanted, he wanted of his own free will to confront the inhabitants of Tiamat. He wanted of his own free will to confront the inhabitants of Tiamat. He addressed his words to me. If if indeed I am to be your champion, to defeat the inhabitants of Tiamat and save your lives, convene the council, name a special fate, sit joyfully, 
<clears throat> sit joyfully together in Upshu Ukenaku. 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 Upshu Ukenaku. And let me, in my own utterance, fix faith instead of you. Whenever I create shall never be altered. Let a decree from my lips never be revoked or never change. Hurry and decree your destiny for him quickly so that he may go and face your formidable enemy. All right. So those were the words that um, Anshar said to Kaka. So now he got to go to the to the rest of them, to the assembly, to the gigi and all of them. And, and Kaka has to repeat these words that Anshar said, um, that Murduk actually said to Anshar. You know what I'm saying? And that Anshar also is telling them that, look, I ain't said Murduk. I wouldn't do no whole shit like that. Murduk did it on his own will. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So y'all rejoice. Got to throw a party. Y'all about to have some grain, your own choice of wine, whatever the fuck y'all want to order from the menu. It's all good. It's on me. I'm paying for everything. That's what Anshar told uh, Kakael to tell everybody else. Got it? Can y'all see it? Mm-hmm. Y'all see the movie? All right. So Kaka set off and went on his way. Before Lamu Mars and Lamu Venus, the Anunnaki and his fathers, he prostrated himself and kissed the ground in front of them. Then straightened up and stood there and spoke to them, saying, Anshar, your son has sent me. He has told me to report his personal message that they founded a princely shrine for him. He took up residence as ruler before his fathers. You are honored among the great Anunnaki. Your destiny is unequaled. Your word has the power of Anu. O Murduk, you are honored among the great Anunnaki. Your destiny is unequaled. Your word has the power of Anu. From this day onwards, your command shall not be altered. Yours is the power to exalt and obey. May your utterance be law and your words never be falsified. None of the Anunnaki shall transgress your limits. May endowment required for the Anunnaki shrines, wherever they have temples, be established for your place. O Murduk, you are our champion. We hereby give you sovereignty over all of the whole universe. Sit in the assembly, and your word shall be preeminent. May your weapons never miss the mark, and may they smash your enemies. O Murduk, spare the life of him who trusts in you, but drain the life of the beings who have espoused evil. They set up in their midst of that one constellation, and then they addressed Murduk, their son. What did they say? 51. May your decree, O Murduk, impress the Anunnaki. Command to destroy and to, and to recreate, and let it be so. 
Speak and let the constellation vanish. Oh, shoot. Sorry. This is, this is very the... important because Murdoch is now the most high. Remember, he has a new power. That's why everybody was after the order of Murdoch or Melchizedek. You know what I'm saying? To be taught by Melchizedek or Murdoch so they could be next in line. He has the power of Anu. All right? This is why now you understand it's very key that he has the power to destroy and to recreate and let it be so. Speak and let the constellation vanish. He has all that power. He can speak it. La ilaha illallah. He can speak it into existence. He have that tongue now. Just speak and it happens. Speak to it again and the constellations was recreated. So he has that same power. That's why throughout um, throughout these scriptures, uh, your, your biblical or your religious scriptures, they get it confused if that's God talking or is that God talking. You understand? So remember right. like in the story of Moses and the burning bush, they said it was God, right? It was Melchizedek. It was Murdoch that was telling him, go and tell such and such, let my people go. Am I not the ones that created the hands and the feet? Moses! Yeah, it's actually Melchizedek, Okay. So in the scriptures, they got God all through that shit running his fucking mouth, but it's actually Murdoch. That's what throws people off, Melchizedek. Mm-hmm. Or the angel Michael. Yeah. So he has that power. So at the end of the day, that's your intermediary. I mean, that is your God. That is your most high highest, Murdoch. So this is why they're giving him a new power. So let's let's hear that again. Fifty one. May your decree, may your decree, O Murduk, impress the Anunnaki. Command to destroy, and to recreate, and let it be so. Speak and let the consolation vanish. Speak it again, and the consolation was recreated. Yeah, he got the power speak to, to speak. And the constellation vanished. Speak to it again, and the constellation was recreated. Let's go. 55. <clears throat> he spoke it again, he and the constellation was. <sighs> he spoke to it again, and the constellation was recreated. When the Anunnaki, his father, saw how effective his utterance was, they rejoiced. They proclaimed, Marduk is ruler. And and that's how he got the name Maluk, means ruler. This is why okay. he ended up being appointed Maluk over the mental plane, mm. okay. the ruler of the mental plane, Maluk, ruler. Yep, Maluk. Yep, they rejoice. He gives utterance. That nigga just speak, and that's it, man. He got the power uh-huh. just, he just... Destroy your ass just by his words. And it says that earlier when we first started the Enumate Lish. Remember? They said he, he right. has the um, the voice that can utter to destroy or to create. In the very beginning of the Enumate Lish. Yeah. So this is how he was given all this. Because um, because he, he decided to stand up and, and fight what everybody was afraid of fighting on earth. You know what I'm saying? And and Anshar went on and gave him all that power from that point. That's how he was able to. So now they're testing him in the assembly. They said, speak. and Let's see Let's see if you have the power of utterance. 
speak and let's see what happens to the consolation. Mm-hmm. Speak to it again and let's see if you can re- if you can recreate the consolation. He was able to do it. He spoke to it again and the consolation was recreated. So fifty six. One more time. When the Anunnaki, his fathers, saw how effective his utterance was, they rejoiced. They proclaimed, Murduk is ruler. They invested him with scepter. They invested him with scepter, throne, and staff of office. Now, we can stop there. Now, when you get to the book of Revelations, and it is still Murduk or Melchizedek or the angel Mikael that actually gave the, gave the revelations to John, son of Zebedee, right? And so in the book of Revelation, it says that it literally says he that sat on the throne. You got it? Do you get it? Not sit. Yes. Meaning present. Sat meaning past. They literally use the word sat on the throne. That's in Revelation. They're talking about Melchizedek. Yeah. See, they think that God is sitting on the throne, but it's actually Melchizedek sits on the throne. You got it? Right. Again, they, they throw it all off. You know what I'm saying? It's actually Melchizedek, also known as Murdoch or Melisedek or Yannan, you know, whatever the fuck else, El Kidder. But, yeah, so remember they said God got a throne and shit? That God is Murdoch. Yeah. Uh huh. And staff of office. Gave him a scepter, a throne, and a staff of office. Mm hmm. 59. They gave him an unfaceable weapon to crush the foe. Go and cut off the life of the inhabitants of Tiamat. Let the winds bear her blood to us as good news. Wow. The Anunnaki, his fathers, thus decreed the destiny of Murdoch and set him on the path of peace and obedience. <laughs> he fashioned a bow, a bow, he fashioned a bow, designated it as his weapon, and he feathered the arrow and set it in the stream. He lifted up a mace and carried it into his right hand. He lifted up a mace and carried it in his right hand, slung the bow and quiver at his side, and he put lightning in front of him. His body was filled with ever-blazing flame. Now, remember, they gave him a chariot. Chariots of fire. He made a net to encircle Tiamat within it marshaled the four winds so that no part of her could escape, south wind, north wind, east wind, west wind, the gift of his grandfather and knew he kept them close to the net at his side. He created the Imhulu wind, evil wind, the tempest, the whirlwind, the force fields called the four winds, the seven winds, like tornadoes, the unfaceable mm-hmm. facing wind. He released the winds which he had created, and seven crafts they were. They advanced behind him to make turmoil inside Tiamat. Murdoch the ruler, 
raised the flood weapon, his great weapon, and mounted the frightful, unfaceable storm chariot. He had yoked to it a team of four, and he had harnessed it to his side. Slayer, pitiless, racer, and flyer. (laughs) Their lips were drawn back. Their teeth carried poison. They know not exhaustion. They can only devastate. This nigga got some weapons for your ass. He's stationed on his right, fearsome fight and conflict on the left, the battle to knock down every contender prepared to defend. Clothed in a cloak of awesome armor, his head was crowned with a terrible radiance. The ruler set out and took the road and set his face towards Tiamat, who raged out of control. In his lips he gripped a spell. In his hand he grasped a herb to counter poison. Then they throng about him, the Anunnaki throng about him. The Anunnaki, his fathers, thronged about him. The ruler drew near and looked into the middle of Tiamat. He was trying to find out the strategy of Kingu, her lover. As he looked... His mind became confused. His will crumbled, and his actions were muddled. As for the Anunnaki, his helpers who marched at his side, when they saw the warrior, the leader, their looks were strained. Tiamat casted her spell. She did not even turn her neck. In her lips, she was holding falsehood, lies, wielding. Weedling. How powerful is your attacking force, O Yahweh of the Alahom? The whole assembly of them have gathered to your place. The Yahweh of the Alahom lifted up the flood weapon, his great weapon. He sent a message to Tiamat, who feigned goodwill, saying, Why are you so friendly on the surface when your depths conspire to muster a battle force? Just because the signs were noisy and disrespectful to our fathers, to their fathers, should you, who gave them birth, reject compassion? You named Kingu as your lover. You appointed him to rights of a new power, which were wrongfully his. You sought out evil for Anshar, ruler of the Anunnaki. You have compounded your wickedness against the Anunnaki, my fathers. Let your hosts prepare. Let them gird themselves with your weapons. Stand forth, and you and I shall do single combat. <laughs> nigga, mute yourself. This nigga just murdered, just saw her, nigga. Hey, look, you know, in the movies, they always talk before they fight, right? So, goddamn, murdered so hard, goddamn. Look, bitch, me and you, toe to toe. We're going toe-to-toe. We're going to single comeback. When Tiamat heard this, she went wild, and she lost her temper. Tiamat screamed aloud in, in a passion. Her lower part shook together from the depths. She recited the incantation and kept casting her spell. 
Meanwhile, the Anunnaki of battle, Murduk, were sharpening their weapons. Face to face, they came. Tiamat and Murduk, sage of the Anunnaki. They engaged in combat. They closed for battle. The ruler spread his net and made it encircle her. To her face, he dispatched the Imhulu wind, which had been behind. Tiamat opened a mouth to swallow it, and he forced it, and he forced in the Imhulu wind so that she could not close her lips. Fierce winds distended her belly. Her insides were constipated, and she stretched her mouth wide. He shot an arrow which pierced her belly, split her down the middle, and slit her heart. Split her down the middle and slit her heart that banished her and extinguished her life. He threw down her corpse and stood on top of her. When he had slain Tiamat, the leader, he broke up her He broke up her. Oh shit! What's that word again? Reg, regime. Regiment. Regiments were her regime, basically. Yeah, her regime, her regiments. He broke up her regiments, and her assembly was scattered. Then the Meldekians, her helpers, who had marched at her side, began to tremble panicked, and turned tail. Although he allowed them to cometh out and spared their lives, they were surrounded and they could not flee. Then he tied them up and smashed their weapons. They were thrown into the net and sat there and snarled. They cowered back, filled with woe. They had to bear his punishment confined to prison. And as for the dozens of creatures covered in fearsome rays, the gang of demons who all marched on her right, he fixed them with nose ropes and tied their arms. He trampled their battle filth, stomping them beneath him. As for Kingu, he had once been the greatest among them. He defeated him and counted him among the dead planets, which rested from him was the Tablet of Destinies which were wrongfully his, and he sealed it with his own seal and pressed it to his breast. When he had defeated and killed his enemies, and he had proclaimed the submissive Tiamat foe his slave, and he had set up the triumphal cry of Anshar over all the enemy, and he had achieved the desire of Murduk the warrior, he strengthened his hold over the captive Meldekians, and to Tiamat, whom he had ensnared, he turned back. The great ship Nibiru caused her to be trampled, and the lower part of Tiamat was shattered. With his unsparing mace, he smashed her skull, severed the arteries of her blood, and made the north wind carry it off as good news. His father saw it and were jubilant. They rejoiced. Arranged to greet him arranged to greet him with presents, greetings and gifts. The ruler rested and inspected her corpse. He divided the monstrous 
the monstrous shape and created marvels from it. He sliced her in half like a fish for dying. Half of her he put up to the roof of the sky as the as drying. a uh, Say what? Drying. Excuse as a me. Fish Sorry. The drying. Thank you. Oh, let me get closer. <laughs> he sliced her in half like a fish for drying. Half of her he put up to the roof of the sky as a new Tiamat, now called Orb. And he dressed and and he drew an asteroid belt across the skies from the particles of her lower half. And he made a guard hold it. He arranged her waters so that they could not escape. He crossed the heavens and sought out a shrine. He leveled Apsu, the sun, which is the dwelling of Nudenmud, and he removed his ruler of the solar system. Nope. And he removed his rule of the solar system. He leveled Apsu, the sun, which is the dwelling of Nudenmud, and he removed his rule of the solar system. The ruler Murduk measured the dimensions of Apsu, the sun. The large temple... Eshgala, which he built in his image, was Ishara, the inner world created in the belly of Tiamat called Agrata and Shambhala. In the great shrine Ishara, which he had created as the sky, he founded a cult centrist for Anu, Enlil, and Nudenmud. And that's how they told the story. Before there was some God and dust clouds moving shit away. That's how it was in the new English. Mm-hmm. Now, I had a couple questions. Okay. First, I don't know where to start. Okay, first, is this? This is a, a second story of um, one of them fighting um, to get the Akasha record. This, this is not the only story of that, is it? Is there another? I know there's another story, but I'm asking you, or is it the same story? It's the same. It's just told differently. Uh, Kingu did get the Tablets of Destiny, but the story goes that he took it from Enlil because Inky set it up how they could take the Tablets of Destiny from Enlil. The Tablets of Destiny was taken so many times. This is one of the times that the Tablets of Destiny was taken. Tiamat took the Tablets of Destiny and gave it to Luna, Kingu. Okay. So, okay, that's clear because I was getting confused. So th- this was one of the stories of Inky's son getting it back, right? Yeah, Murdoch took it back okay. from, yeah, from Kingu. And yeah. the, other, the other story with Anzu, where he took back the Akasha records, that was Enlil's son. You talking about Zuin? Nanerta took the tablets from Zuin. Uh-huh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Nanerta. Yeah. That's Enlil's son. That's a good question. I don't know. I can't, well, it's right here. 
That's in Lil Sun, unless I read okay. it wrong. I can read it real quick. It's right here. In, um, this one of the children's stories book story books. Yeah, them fucking kids books. Uh, we gonna bypass them fucking kids books. Uh, this is a dope book, the Holy Tablets. Fuck them yeah, goddamn children's stories. That's that's cool, but it's gonna say where he was the, the nurtures in Leo and. Okay, um, well if it says it, that's good. That's neither here nor there. We ain't gotta take up time on who, uh, who the dad okay. is and the nurtures. So if it says it in that. I was book, just trying to figure. Out, I was just trying to figure out because this story is Inky's son. The other story is in Leo's son. So I just wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the same story, or you know, but it sounded like the same story. But I was just like, damn, I don't know what's really trying to catch up what's going on. Because I thought I heard the tablets of destiny was always mm-hmm. has been taken so many damn times. Same way the spell of Leviathan has been casted so many times from by different people. So you know, mm-hmm. everybody wants the tablets of destiny. Everybody want to cast the spell of sleep. So this is why you have Inky cast the spell of sleep. Also, Inky helped steal the goddamn Tablets of Destiny, conspired with Zuin to do it, blah, blah, blah. And then Nurta got it back, gave it back to Enlil and all that other type of shit. It's just different different events where everybody is after the same thing. So it wasn't it wasn't stolen one time. It was stolen a few times, the Tablets of Destiny. And, of course, the spell wasn't casted one time. It was casted several times. So you'll find that in in um, different scenes or different eras, different parts, where the so-called bad guys want the Tablets of Destiny. And whoever had it at that time, they took it from them. And then they get it back, like a movie, you know? You know? It's just it's a movie. They want it back. Yeah. And in this case, this is Inky's own doing. And Tiamat, also Ishtar, on doing where she takes the Tablets of Destiny, she snatches it, um, and give it to Kingu. So it's the ongoing. So Kingu has it, Murdoch took it, put it back where it belonged, Kingu and Enli Inky get together again, Zuin, and, and conspire to get the Tablets of Destiny again. Get it? And this is where Ninurta comes at, comes up to get the damn tablets of destiny again back into the rightful person who's supposed to be the keeper of the tablets of destiny. Mm-hmm. I hope you was able to understand that. Hmm. Zena. Zena. Uh, Zena? Yes, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, she's looking in that damn kid's story. Okay. No, I'm uh, not. No, I'm not. I was doing something. Was okay. Doing something. My, My bad. Doing. I'm sorry. <coughs> All right. So, um, something else I, I wanted to say, but now it's gone now about the little last little bit. Don't. Damn. I should have said it. It's got my shit out first. Mm-hmm. Can I bring something up? Come on, baby. You want to bring it down? 90. You want to bring it up? Let's go. What page is 90, goddamn? 90, um, verse 90 stood out when we read it. In his lips, he gripped a spell. And then 91, it says, in his hand, he grasped a, a herb to, con- 
to conquer to counter poison. So yeah, remember the, the grip, venom of, of her um the venom. Remember the venom, the venom yeah. that Tiamat has. Those little demons or dragons that got venom in them. So he mm-hmm. just in case he get poisoned by them, he he would have the herb for that. Okay. What you right. what you think it was meant? What you think it was meant about he gripped a spell? Did he have to? I I don't know why I thought. Well, it takes a spell to break a spell. Remember, your girl is casting spells at the same time in this battle. So while he, so he took some spells with him as well. Nawapu? Will Nawapu be considered a spell? Oh, can we not go like that today? Okay. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but he, he got some spells, too. To counteract her okay. spells, remember in the in the movie it said that this bitch was okay. casting spells at him, right? She was right. uttering spells that, and he was counteracting those spells with the spells that he have. Okay. Right. Oh, and 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 the um, little bullshit that I wanted to say um, before Zena was it was stupid, but no, it wasn't stupid. I take that back. It was something that Ethereum said once I finished read once we finished read, reading this about what happened. Ethereum said, Sound like she could have won if she didn't fight <laughs> if she didn't fight him one on one. And I agree. <laughs> Murdoch tricked her. Said, Me and you baby toe toe to toe. Yeah. She probably would have won if she didn't fight him one on one. You know? If all of them came at Murdoch, I'm with you, Ethereum, on that. What y'all got? What y'all think? Y'all can't think? Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> y'all can't think? Can't think? I don't know. She thinks she's still with a lost. Oh, you figure she's still with a lost? Just because okay. of... Just because. He went... To her first, boom. Then he went to all the rest of them and and destroyed them. So if her whole army would have came at that motherfucker, it would have been different. I agree with that. But he said, me and you, baby, one-on-one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm with him on that. I'm with Ethereum on that one. Yeah, because he was confused. He literally said it. When he saw the strategy, when he saw their plans, he was confused. And even the warriors that came with him, they was fucked up. So he knew the the best way to get, first of all, she's the most powerful piece. If I battle her, I can, if I battle her one-on-one, I can get the rest of them motherfuckers. But first, I got to get this bitch. If I got to deal with her and all of them, it ain't going to work. That's why he was very smart by saying, me and you, baby, one-on-one. Let's just fight. Just, just me and you go at it. If you read it, he knew that it said he was confused. So he said, but so he had to outwit her and say, me and you, let's just, this, this me and you just do battle. That was the only way he could have won. And Toriano says, I think she would have lost. He had a lot of force with him, but he, they forget those key words. There you go, Toriano. He just came back. You're right, Don. I know. Thanks to Ethereum. 
Goddamn. <laughs> Thanks to Ethereum, goddamn, remember that Murdoch showed up and was like, what the fuck? What the fuck it is? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if you remember that part, she would have whooped She They all they all would have got, get knocked, got Murdoch out the way first. Yeah. So, um, Miss Danny, baby. So the planet is dead now that we are on. Ugh, no, the planet is not dead. Okay, here's the here's the symbology of it all. Okay, if we rewind it back, um, if we rewind it back, this is the story how the Enuma Elish tells it. Okay. So let's take it to what he do with her body. Um, uh, as for Kingu, he had once been okay. Let's start with Kingu. 148. Read it for Miss Danny. Um, somebody, because my mouth is dry. Go to one. As for Kingu, 148. Read it for. Her. So this is how the story is told in the Enuma Elish. Like instead of um. You know, God creating great lights and, and all of this and the sun and the moon and all of that. The story in the Newman list goes like this. Kingu, anybody going to read it? Please. I'm reading it. Somebody... Okay, thank you. 148? One, one, four, 148, yes. page 433? Yes. 148. As for Kingu, who had once been the greatest amongst them, he defeated him and counted him amongst the dead planets. So the moon is considered a what? A dead planet, right? Right, Miss Danny? Okay. So now you're about to find out about the firmaments and all this other type of shit they did for her, put her in the sky and all this other type of stuff. This is how they're, remember, this is the epic of creation. So 150, what happens next with Kingu? Which rested from him. Yeah. 150, mm-hmm. which rested from him was the tablet of destinies, which was, which wrongfully his. I'll read that again. Yeah, which no, you got to read it. Just keep going because we got to get to the rest of the parts of uh, TMF for Miss Danny. Okay. 51, 151. And he sealed it with his own seal and pressed it to his breast. When he when he had defeated and killed his enemies, and he had proclaimed the submission, Tiamat foe. Oh, the submissive Tiamat foe, his slave. Yeah. Uh huh. Wait, wait. Let's let's pass that. He achieved the desire. Blah blah blah. He strengthened his hold over the captive Meldek, and to Tiamat, whom he ensnared, he turned back. Great ship. Okay, there we go. One fifty eight. Start from there. The great ship Nibiru. The great ship Nibiru caused her to be trampled, and the lower part of Tiamat was shattered. You see that? So the lower part of Tiamat was shattered, right? The lower part. Got it? You already got the moon floating as a goddamn, uh, what they call it, dungy, deadless clay, lifeless clay. Boom. Tiamat. The lower part was shattered, 59. With his unsparing mace, he smashed her skull, severed Mm -hmm. the arteries of her blood, and made the north wind carry 
it off as good news. His father saw it and was jubilant. They rejoiced. A ranger great arranged to greet him with presents, greetings, and gifts. The ruler rested and expected her corpse. He divided okay, remember, the monster. Okay, let's stop. Let's stop here. Remember, this is for Miss Danny. So let's. Okay, so Danny, remember how it is recorded with the Anunnaki's is that. The north wind, south wind, massless wind, east wind, west wind, all the four winds came by way of the fighter ships. But in the Enuma Elish, it is recorded of this story that the north wind, remember, the north wind was already there in the other story that the Anunnaki had to hold her together using the north wind, south wind, east wind, and west wind. So in the Enuma Elish, the story goes, what did he say? One sixty one. And he made the north wind carry it off as good news. Mm-hmm. His father saw it and were jubilant. They rejoiced. Arranged to greet him with presents, greetings, and gifts. The ruler rested and expected her corpse. He divided monstrous shapes and created marvels from it. He, cre- he divided the monstrous shape and created marvels from it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, keep going. He sliced her in half like a fish for a drying. Okay, remember half she was cut her. in half, right, in the other story, right? She was cut in half. So this in, this is the Enuma Elish now, even though the Enuma Elish is in the Holy Tablet. But this is how the Enuma Elish, if you ever get a chance to read the Enuma Elish, this is how they're saying the story happened with the Anunnaki's. Got it? So, bam, they cut her in half. They're saying that it was a war. Okay, so they cut her in half like a fish for drying. What happens that? What happens next? Half of her he put up to the roof of the sky as a new Tiamat now called called Orb. Right. Okay. Got it? So in the in the Enuma Elish we're reading, that's how she, <laughs> that's, okay, that's the new roof. Got it. Put, put her up, half of her he put up to the roof of the sky as the new Tiamat called Orb. And what happens next? This is how the asteroid belt comes. Mm-hmm. And he drew an astro belt across the skies from the particles of her lower half, and he made it a god. He made a god hold it. Mm-hmm. He arranged her water so. Now here comes the waters. You see it, Miss Danny, in the Enuma Elish, though. You see it. Can you see it now? It's a, the stories are different. Come on, one sixty-seven. He arranged her waters so they could not escape. He crossed the heavens and sought out a shrine. He leveled Afsu, the sun. He leveled the sun, okay? Remember now, the sun was so-called sleep and Inky was on the sun. This is according to the Enuma Elish. So he leveled the sun, mm -hmm, and he removed, okay. which is the dwelling of Nidinmud, and he mm-hmm. removed his rule over the solar system. 
And then what did Murdoch do? The ruler measured the dimensions of Apsu, the sun. Mm-hmm. The large temple Ilagala Ishgala Ishgala The large temple Ishgala Which he built in its image Was Ishara mm-hmm. That's the underworld the in- That's where you get the inner city mm-hmm. Created in the belly of Tam- Tiamat Called uh-huh. Agra and Shambhala. Agra and Shambhala. So remember, like the the Anunnaki story is this is not the in the Illuminati that um the Zena can help me out. I think it had plutonium in one of those ships, and it blew a hole straight through the bottom, creating mm-hmm. Agra and Shambhala, the underworld. If I'm not mistaken, the sun. That's in the center. So that's why he says he measured the dimensions of the Apsu, the large temple, Ishgala, which he built in his image, was Ishara, the inner world created in the belly of Tiamat, the inner cities, the inner world, called Agartha and Shambhala. Uh-huh. In the great shrine, Ishara, which he had created as the sky, he founded a cult for Anu, Enlil, and Nidinmud. There we go. So this is according to the Enuma Elish. Okay? This is, again, their epic of creation. Start, this is how the Enuma Elish tells it. Because remember in the beginning of this show, uh, well, when, when I went live, the epic of creation, it starts off as, can you let there be light? And all that type of stuff, Apsu, act that, boom, you know, all that type of shit. So this is the creation story, the epic of creation story, according to the Enuma Elish. Okay? Don, let me ask you something. Wasn't, wasn't Murduk using Nibiru as a weapon toward Tiamat? And then I'm like, if Nibiru is larger than Tiamat, how could she win even if she gathered all her armies together if she's going against Murduk and Nibiru? Because it's somewhere in there I remember hearing that he was using Nibiru. He was on the ship or was using the ship to deal with Tiamat. So how can she defeat him if he's uh Okay, he got now the remember power? this is in the Enuma Elish we're reading. Okay. Have you ever read the Enuma Elish? This is your Only first out of here. So don't make, no. don't get it mistaken with the uh, with the story about Nibiru being this size big and all of that, and it split Nibiru, okay. it split Earth in half by the four winds. This is what the Enuma Elish says about how Earth, the Moon, Mercury, and Mars, and all that okay. shit was formed. Got it? Okay. Yeah. So this is yes. not to be mistaken. Remember, these is. All the books that were taken out of the Bible is in what we call the Holy Tablets. All the information that was so-called left out of the Bible is in the Holy Tablets. So one book they didn't put in the Bible, neither the Quran, was the Enuma Elish. We are now reading the Enuma Elish inside of the Holy Tablets. You got it? Yes. Okay, so from chapter 1, chapter 2, and chapter 3, let's call that the Holy Tablets. Chapter 4, this one, we're going to call it the what? 
Enuma Elish. <laughs> okay, everybody got it? Okay. Okay, right. Okay, because you got a few, you got a lot of books that they left out of the Bible or what you were taught. And so one book in particular is the Enuma Elish. Another book is the, um, is the Sahuf. Okay? You know the Sahuf? I do. Ad- I do. Adam's book, Cadman's book. That book is also inside of the Holy Tablets, the Sahuf. The pages of Adam. Adam wrote his goddamn side of the story, baby. He wrote his book, but your devil friend of that Bible left out the book of Adam. Adam has his book. Okay? So you have the Enuma Elish they never put in, in, in the King James Version. You have the Dead Sea Scrolls they didn't put in the, um, in the, um, in the, um, in the Bible. You have the book of Barnabas. You have so many books they left out. So what Dr. York did, the majority of the books that are very important that we need to know is the Enumenlish, the Astrohostis, the um, Sukhuf of Adam, and some more other books. And the Gilgamesh Epics, all that shit. That's also another book they didn't put in the Bible. And a few other more is in is in is in this um is in is inside of the holy tablets. Okay? So this is the Enuma Elish. So we are not to blend what we've read from one, two and three chapters into the Enuma Elish. Okay? Got it? Got it. Okay. Right. And this is his translation of the Enuma Elish going inside of the Holy Tablets. So, uh, y'all ready for the last Enuma Elish, Tablet 4? Yep. Zena, you in the mood? Yay, nay, are you busy? Yes, yes. You in the mood? Can yes. you give it to us? I'm good. The last, because yes. the Enuma Elish, if I'm not mistaken, got three chapters and, uh, well, three tablets. Or three, four to four. So I think this is the last one. Okay. What page are you on, Uh, 434, uh, tablet four. And I got a question. Did any guy, any of y'all was, um, when y'all went to white man's school, do y'all ever remember reading the Gilgamesh epics in Mr. Whitey's school? No. No. Okay. I remember. Well, I don't, I, know, I don't remember, but I, I, I know that my daughter, she came home one day in Mr. White Man's school, um, and they were reading the Gilgamesh Epics, which, they again, they left out of the Bible. And so she wanted more information and all of that, so I gave her the Holy Tablets, where the Gilgamesh Epics is in there. They love the Gilgamesh Epics, okay? It's amazing that they put it in school by the time, you know, my oldest daughter turned 15 or 16. Why I mention that is because if anybody watched the Eternals, Marvel comic, no, yeah, that's Marvel, Marvel Eternals, they have a little boy telling the story of Inky and Gilgamesh in, in the Eternals, the movie that came out last year. Mm. Yeah. 
Remember, and they're saying Tiamat throughout the whole movie. Mm. Okay? So, you know, come on. So no Dr. York didn't make that word up. If he did, they following this nigga then. Okay. <laughs> All right. So enumerate three, Zena, if you will, please. All right. Cologne, tablet four, enumerate three. Lo, he fashioned stands for the great Anunnaki. As for the stars, he set up constellations corresponding to them. He designated the year and marked out its divisions. He appointed three stars, each two, the 12 months. Can we guess three real stars. quick who is the he he's talking about? Take a guess. You're not going to hell. <laughs> Y'all scared to say Murdoch instead of Anu God or whatever. Remember, this is this whole story is about Murdoch. It starts in the epic of creation. Murdoch pops up. This is still Murdoch, okay? He, he, we're not. You remember, it, even though it ended with the asteroid and all that shit, and he ain't finished. That's why we had one. It's all Murdoch. Your God is Melchizedek. Your Creator. Let's go. So this is why we watching the rest of his shit after he made the inner city, the sun, the absu, and all of this according to the Enuma Elish. So now he stands for the great Anunnaki and them. For the stars, what did he do, Zena? Um, Two. Sorry. Oh, shit. Okay. As for the stars, he set up constellations corresponding to them. He designated the year and marked out its divisions. He appointed three stars, each to the 12 months. When he had plans of the days, when he had made plans of the days of the year, he founded the stand of Nibiru to mark out their courses so that none of them could go wrong or stray. He fixed the stand of Nunamir and Nedema together with it. And he opened up the gates in both ribs. He made strong boats to the left and right. With her liver, he located the zenith. He made the crescent moon appear. I'm on this slow ass computer side. He made the crescent moon appear. <laughs> Use my other computer. Hold on, Don. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Give me one second. Oh, give you one second. Well, I was just about to yeah. go. Tinkle, 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 little zenith. Okay, I'm, I'm here. Go I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You can go. So, right. okay, this is still Murdoch dealing with all that that has happened. This is your God. That's why they didn't want motherfuckers. That's why they don't want the preachers touching on Melchizedek. That's why they didn't want niggers or Caucasians nor anything about the New Midlish and how it was all done. That's why I just start with God in the beginning was the word and shit like that. Yeah. Come on. 
And entrusted the shadow hours to it. He designated the moon, the jewel of the shadow hours, to mark out the days and to go forth every month without fail in the corona. At the beginning of the month, to glow over the land, you shine with horns to mark out six days. On the seventh day, the crown is half, the 15th day shall always be the midpoint of the half of each month. When Shamash looks at you from the horizon, you shall gradually shed your visibility and begin to wane. Always bring the day of disappearance close to the path of Shamash. And on the 30th day, the year is always equalized, for Shamash is responsible for the year. A sign shall appear in the skies and sweep along its path. Then it will always approach the accused and judge the case which caused the bow star to kill and rob. At the New Year's festival, each year of at the New Year's Festival, Year of Remembrance, you may control the boat of the, of the exit that separated the shadow hours from the day, the Kingu, the moon. The watches of the shadow hours and daylight hours, the spittle of Tiamat is controlled by Murda, the champion. He put into groups and made clouds good, raising winds, making rain, making fog below by collecting her poison. And by collecting her poison, he assigned for himself and let his own hand control it. Verse 34, he placed her head heaped up in orbit, opening up streams, water gushed out. He opened the Faratu. Euphrates, and the Idiglat, Tigris, from her eyes. He closed her nostrils of her nose. He piled up clear-cut mountains from her udder. He bored water holes to drain off the catch water. He bored water holes to drain off the catch water. He laid her tail across tied it fast as the cosmic bond, all was done. And the, and the rulership of Asfu, Asfu was beneath his feet. He set her high to make fast the sky. With half of her, he made a roof, and he fixed the earth. He caused the work and made the insides of Tiamat surge. He spread his net, which made it extend completely, the ruler of heaven and earth. He united the, their knots to coil the tail of Leviathan. Then he what, had go back to who, the ruler of heaven and earth. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Who the fuck is that? Who is heaven and earth? What was that? Oh, yeah, verse 46. I thought he was talking about himself. I don't know. Ain't the ruler murder? of heaven and earth. Murder. Yeah, that's right. That's your God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. According to the new militia. And to the Bible, if you can read that shit with goddamn open eyes. It was murdered the whole time. And in the Koran, it was murdered the whole time. El Kidda, keep going. All right. The ruler of the heaven and earth, he united their knots, verse 47, he united their knots to coil the tail of Leviathan. Then he he had designed its cult and created its right. And he drew through down the reins and made Nedema take them. And he threw down the reins and made Nedema take them. The tablet of destiny, which Kingu had appropriated, he fetched. And he took it and he presented it for a first reading before the Anunnaki and then to Anu. The Medecians of battle, whom the Medecians of battle, whom he had ensnared, had disentangled, were disentangled by him. He had, he led them as captives into the presence of his fathers. As for the eleven creatures that Tiamat had created, he destroyed them, smashed their weapons, tied them at his feet. Master weapons tied them at his feet, made images of them, and had them set up at the door of Asu the sun. This be a sign that would never in the future be forgotten. The Anunnaki looked, and their hearts were full of joy at the sight of him. Lamu and Lahamu, all of his fathers embraced him. And Anshar, the ruler, proclaimed that there should be a reception for him. Anu, Enlil, and Inki each presented him with gifts. Even Dankina, his mother, exclaimed with joy at him. She made him beam inside. She made him beam inside it in his fine throne of his house. He, Murduk, appointed Usmi, who had brought his greetings present as good news, to be Yahweh of the Asu and to take care of shrines. The Igigi assembled, all of them, did obeisance, obeisance to him. The Anunnaki, each and every one, kissed his feet the whole assembly collected together to prostrate themselves. Rising, they stood, they bowed. Yes, ruler indeed. Noble son of his fathers took their feel of his manliness. They took off his clothes, which were enveloped in the dust of combat. His father, the Anunnaki, his father's, 
the Anunnaki were attentive to him. Verse 74, with cypress nectar, they sprinkled and anointed his body. He put on a princely garment, a royal aura, a royal aura, a splendid crown. He took up a mace and grasped it in his right hand, a staff in his left hand. He set a Mususu dragon bowed at his feet, and he placed upon his shoulders the mantle of radiance that was given to him. His net was holding control of fearful Astu, a bull of his symbol. In the inner chamber of his throne was the tablets of destiny. Uh, I just want to tell you, a bull is his symbol. Where is it? Of. Oh. Uh, of his symbol. Yeah, a bull is his symbol. Mm-hmm. All right. Verse 82, a bull is his symbol. In the inner chamber of his throne was the tablets of destiny. In his cellar was the gifts presented to him. The Anunnaki and all that existed honored him. Lamu and Lahamu filled with joy and made his, their voices heard and spoke. Yeah. Lamu and Lahamu filled with joy and he made their voices heard and he spoke to the Igigi. And he made their voices heard and he spoke to the Igigi. Previously, Murduk was. Uh, just our beloved son, but now he is your ruler. Take heed of his commands. What did he say? Back then, Murdoch was just a boy. <laughs> now this nigga's your god. Everything that motherfuckers say, obey. Mm-hmm. Next, they spoke and proclaimed in unison, Lugal Demir Anika, his name is his name. Trust in him. Trust when they in him, baby. That's what it means. Trust when in it, him. Mhm. When they gave mm-hmm. rulership to murder, they spoke an oration for him for blessings and obe- ob- obedience. Henceforth, you shall be provider of shrines for us. Whatever you command, we shall perform ourselves. Murdoch made his voice heard and spoke, and he addressed his words to the Anunnaki, his father, over the Afsu, the sea-green dwelling, in front of the inner world, Ashara, which I created for you. When I strengthened the ground beneath it, for a shrine, I shall make a house to be a luxurious dwelling for myself. He shall find his cult center within it, and I shall establish my private quarters and confirm my rulership. Whenever you come up from the Afu, the sun will be in the center of Shambhala for an assembly. The ruler of hell too, then, ain't he? He the ruler of heaven and hell. And earth. Mm. He in the center of the earth. 
That's what he's saying. Yeah. I got my, I'm ruling that bitch. I'm going to set up a badass motherfucking palace in hell, in the underworld. That's where I'm going to sit. Mm-hmm. So where's the devil? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they lied to you. Mhm. Mhm. Right. Because what do you um, say? Whenever I you come up mm-hmm. from the absolute, the sun would be in the center of Shabala, scent of Allah is what it means for an assembly. Mhm. Mhm. Your shadow hours resting place shall be in it, receiving you all. Whenever you come down from the sky for an assembly, your shadow hours resting place shall be in it, receiving you all. I hereby name it home of the great Anunnaki. We shall make it the center of devotion. The Anunnaki, his fathers, listened to this command of his. This is how it was recorded, and this is how it shall be. The Enuma Elish, ruler of heaven and earth. That's your God they ain't want you to know about. Because remember now, ask a Christian, Muslim, or a fucking Jew. Well, self, or, well not like R- Rabbi Finkelstein. He knows who his father is. But if you ask any of them, remember God don't have no mother, no father, no beginning, or no end, right? Because they wanted to keep this polo. Uh, was it monotheistic belief? You know what I'm saying? Well, who created God? God just thought itself into existence, all this dumbass bullshit, which is why they kept the Enumilish, uh the Emerald Tablets, all this type of shit, a lot of stuff away from the masses so that they could just be under a spell of ignorance and was told never to question. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but they... For some reason, in the Bible and, and in the Quran, they cannot hide Melchizedek or Mikael or Murduk or Elkidah. They can't hide it, though. He still pops up. You know what I'm saying? They can't hide it. But yet, they just make it seem like God is some invisible motherfucker and all this other type of shit. You know what I'm saying? And this is right. and this is how you know because you know, Lucifer eventually or Halal goes against Mikael or Murduk, right? You understand? And realize that um, you know, they made up their whole absolute father shit to keep control. They made up the God, the Holy Ghost and the Spirit. You know what I'm saying? To keep us under control. That's what Lucifer saw. They made that shit up, right? Remember that? Mm-hmm. Right. And so, bam, comes the war. You know what I'm saying? Comes the war. But, yeah, they don't ever want to goddamn let these folks know that, um, no, man, there was some real motherfuckers did this shit, bro. Okay? They got some mamas and daddies, some husbands and wives and some fucking kids for it. This is how it was recorded, and this is how it will be, man. That's it. That's it, goddamn it. Shit, what you got, Tamuz? I hear you thinking. <laughs> wow. 
There's a lot of things running through my mind while we was reading, you know, so, um, um, shit, um, what I was going to say, just how, how he, he received this power, that was just the ceremony, the, the, just the calling, um, the, the responsibility and also the glory that he's gotten. This is great. Yeah, it's amazing, uh, too, because he was really overlooked, you know? Yeah. Yeah, until till Inky came to him and said, I need you to fight this for me. But Murdoch took it all the way to the fucking top, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just supposed to be just one little simple-ass ass whipping. Man, this nigga just set everything in place. Yeah, yeah. According and it to seemed the like the... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and you know what? The way it goes down, the Jiggy's probably knew this 15... 15- 15 million years before it happened, the Igigis, the Watchers, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, 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 that's what I took from it. Plus a few mm-hmm. things I probably can't even express. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, to be honest with you, we probably would have known about this whole story when we got into Christianity or was born into that bullshit, you know. But this is what happens, you know. And one but they left that book out. Uh huh. What did they mean at verse fifty-four? He led them as captives into the presence of his fathers. Is he talking about the Meldekians or who? We'll I go thought, up a little bit. I thought this is what Meldek did. The Meldekians, verse 52, the Meldekians of battle, whom he ensnared, were disentangled by him. Mm-hmm. He led them as captives into the presence of his fathers. Right. Inky, Anshar, the other daddy, now Anu and all of them. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and remember the eleven fighter jets or creatures that Tiamat mm-hmm. sent out. Yeah, the fighting mm-hmm. bastards. Yeah, yeah, that she yeah. created. He destroyed them, smashed their weapons, and tied them at his feet, <laughs> and made images of them, and had them set up at the door of Absu the sun. Said, let this be a sign that will never in the future be forgotten. Yep, that's your heavenly father and heavenly hell, father of, of hell too. He's the ruler of heaven and earth, heaven and earth and hell, and all that in between. Murder. You know what's also funny, interesting, Don? That tablet, of, that tablets of destiny, is a very important book. Seems very important. And what he say? He, he read them all. He read it all to him and shit. Set them all down and read them. No, no. It's just that he. It's a, it seems like it's sacred. Is it? What is this? In the chamber of his throne, it's a sacred book. Right, but he read it also to him. He set he them did? all down oh. and read them the tablets of death. Yeah, I think that's what um I heard Zena read. I'm a good Control listener. It. Yeah. Zena, you remember that part? Do you remember what you read? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he said he set it down and read it to to his fathers, to all of them, everybody, the tablets of destiny. But he's to keep up it. 
Yeah, and in the, the chamber of his throne was the tablet of destiny, and his cellar was the gifts presented to him. And, that, and yeah. it looks like the, the, it looks like also that destination is Shambhala. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why I, that's why I asked the question once. Once Zena said it, I said, um, I said, so is the devil in hell then? Or is it murder? They all mm-hmm. up in that bitch. Yeah. Remember they said, said the devil said. is the devil is in hell, beneath us, right? Yeah. And that is true because he was chained and bound, or binded or bound in one of the cities in the center of the earth for a thousand years. That's where they kept him. There too. All right, questions. Let go. Speaking of that reading on verse fifty-one, it says he and he took it and he presented it for a first reading before the Anunnaki and then to Anu. Anu don't know what will be in the tablets of destiny. You don't know. No, nah, man, are. Anu ain't. And new ain't nothing but old goddamn daddy that just mind his fucking business, man. They don't be knowing about none of that shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who do know? Who who know? Well, I who, mean, who? who? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he took it and presented it for a first reading before the Anunnaki and then to Anu. <sighs> Yeah. Remember, man, Ooh, they are as physical. They are as physical as we are. I have no idea. They probably stole it from the other gods that was running this shit first. Ain't no fucking telling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. whoever whoever takes the seat, you know what I'm saying, get access to all that shit, kind of sort of, but not really is because uh, Kennedy wanted the files on the UFO and Bush told that motherfucker you ain't getting shit. You ain't gonna read it. So maybe, you know, maybe it's the keepers of it or something, but Murdoch a little bit different. That nigga basically surpassed Anu and Anshar. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, first of all, you know, Anu shouted. Anu was on Tiamat's side, according to the new militia. Anu daddy said, nigga, if you don't get your ass from that bitch side and do what I say, I don't know where you were, Zena, doing this part today. But, yeah, he said, if you don't get your ass from that whole side, man, and do what I say and say whatever you can, say to that bitch, man, to get her to chill out. And if she doesn't fucking listen to your words, then speak our words. And the shit still didn't work with Anu. Got it? It didn't work with Anu. And remember when Anshar spoke by way of using Kaka? He said, look here. Inky failed, my son Anu failed, but murder would be our champion. So that lets you know that this motherfucker outranked his father Inky, his grandfather Anu, okay? So, Tablets of Destiny, this motherfucker took the lead on everything. On everybody, you know what I'm talking about. 
And he gonna give his daddy and his uncle a goddamn position. <laughs> he gonna give them something to fucking do and and do. That's some interesting shit. This is the new militia, man. This shit'll wake you up, baby. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, this shit should wake your ass up right there, goddamn shit. Who's who, goddamn? Who is who he is? Which one is who? God damn it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Didn't he say he was going to make a shrine? Sure did. According to the new militia. What did he say about the shrine? For Enlil and New and No, for what? Nadimu and um, Anu. Right? I don't know. We got to find it. Let me look. I don't know why I said in there. Uh, let's see. Okay, yeah, I was right. Uh, he he said something about in the great shrine of Ishara, which he had created as the sky. He founded. No, that's okay. That's different. But well, he founded a cult centrist for and. Mm-hmm. And new in Lil and the Dimwood. Okay, so uh, mm-hmm. yeah, in Lil. He's the founder okay. of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Mhm. Interesting. Tell you man, it was murder of Melchizedek the whole goddamn time, man. They just and, and the Alahomes and the Elohims. Mm-hmm. They just. This cracker sick fuck just combined them all being one person and only giving you news bearers, prophets, apostles, and messiahs. <laughs> and one goddamn God, and that's it. Fucking with this goddamn cracker this is what happens. Yep. Made them all into one. Right? Oh shoot! I'm making all that noise back up. Who? who um, I thought I was muted. Who? Um, verse ninety-three. It says, "Henceforth you shall be the provider of shrines for us." Who are you talking to? Go up one. Uh, okay. Go up two. Um, no, they're talking two. to him. Um, uh, shit. Uh, and he made their voices heard, and he spoke to the Igigi. 88, if you start there, because they're still talking. Okay, previously, Murduk was just our beloved son, but now he is your ruler. Take heed of his command. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to the international. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, next, mm-hmm. next, they spoke and proclaimed in unison, Demir Anika is his name. Trust in him. When they gave rulership to Murduk, they spoke an oration for him for a blessing and obedience. Henceforth, you shall be the provider of shrines for us. They're they all saying so that they say at this they, point, yep, yeah. this point on, he will provide the shrines for them. Oh, that's this time, okay. Yep, Murduk. And what else they say okay. to him? 
Uh, whatever you command, we shall perform ourselves. All right, whatever we should do, whatever right. That's what he's saying. Whatever, whatever your whatever your command is, motherfucker, we gonna do it. That's why it was Mikael, also known as Murdoch or Melchizedek or El Kidder or Yanun, that told them to bow down or prostrate to Adam. That is him talking. And some did and others didn't. This is how it all happens. But they all agree. Whatever you ask, nigga, so shall it be. We'll do it. Tell us tell us what to do, we'll do it. Mhm. So yeah, Zena, that's them saying, um, you shall be the provider of shrines for us. Mhm. Yep. And then what did he say? Let's read that. Let's read what Murdoch replied back to him. 96. Okay. And he addressed his words to the Anunnaki, his fathers, over the Asfu, the sea green dwelling, in front of the inner world, Ishara, which I created for you where I strengthen the ground beneath it for a shrine. I shall make a house to be a luxurious dwelling for myself. He shall find his cult center within it. And I shall establish my private quarters and confirm my rulership. Whenever you come up from the... from the, uh-huh. I just said, mm, that nigga said, and confirm my rulership. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you come up from the Asfu, from the Asfu, the sun will be in the center of Shambhala for an assembly. Whenever you come up from the Asfu, the sun. He's the saying. Sun. Whenever you come uh-huh. up from the sun. Mm-hmm. Okay. The sun will be in the center of Shambhala for an assembly. I still don't get that. There's a center, in the center of the earth, there's a sun there. So this is where Whenever we you come up from the... Right. In the, the, in Shambhala, the other in, in the center of the earth, there is a sun. Yes or no? Right. The sun will be in the center of Shambhala for an assembly. So whenever y'all come up, we're going to assemble in the center where the sun is. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your shadow hour resting place shall be in it, receiving you all. Mhm. And then mm-hmm. what he say? Whatever you come down from the sky for an assembly, your shadow hour resting place shall be in it, receiving you all. I hereby name it, home of the great Anunnaki, Shambhala, Shambhala. We shall make it the center of devotion. Yeah, baby. It knew me lish. That's good. That's a pretty good book, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all just agreeing. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was good. I go back and hear it. I go back and listen to it. 
Oh, Gina, man, we done did this a new militia a few times now. Come on, man. Well, he had to fight that bitch, man. Tear her ass up, fix it. Get appointed God of the ruler of the heaven and the earth and shit. For some reason, it just hit different this time. I don't know why. It's good. It's always different. <laughs> it's always different. If we goddamn read it again two years from now, it's going to be different. <laughs> 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 yeah. Anything else? What y'all got, man? Because we finished. That's that's the end of, um, yeah, the new militia is super quick in a hurry. Um, that's the end. So we'll be moving on to Chapter 5, the Enclosed Garden, next Saturday. Awesome. Inshallah. 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 If Allah wills. So we get back to Catman and the Kaba and shit. So anything else? No, I'm good. You good? All right, boys and girls, that concludes the L's Holy Tavern show tonight, man. Uh, Get ready for the Son of Man show, 12 noon, man of the hour, seven days a week. You already know how we do it, Monday through Friday, 12, uh, uh, what, 4 o'clock. And the Donna Colleone show, shouting. 12 noon, you already know how we do it, man. Y'all have an awarding day, man, and uh, continue to have a strong beginning. Now the weekend, the Don Nicole Young Show, 12 noon, Monday through Friday. And uh, hopefully we get another hot damn politics on Wednesday. All right, Don Nicole Young signing out, man. Y'all have an awarding night. Peace. <laughs>